Okay, okay, let's kick this party started? Kick this party's yeah. Uh just waiting for the caffeine. Hi internet. My name is Todd and this is SideQuest Live. I uh, hope you can join us live on our game. We uh stream on Twitch and YouTube if you want to watch us live. Don't forget to click the subscribe or the like and all that all that stuff. Um also we do podcasty things. So you should come and check that out. And if you're joining us by podcast after the fact, thanks so much. And uh, click the follow and uh, we'll, you can keep up to date. All right. Uh, without further ado, we're going to play some Dungeons and Dragons today. We're a couple players down. We're approaching the big bad. I believe you had them on the ropes. But uh, we'll do a quick introduction and meet Toot Lamond. Hey, everybody. You are here. Thanks for joining yeah. I'm back. Fantastic. Fantastic. I got more chippies. Oh, now I'm jelly. Um, all right. So today we're going to be, uh, I believe you had the beholder like on the ropes. You're falling in. It's a big bad battle is going on. A big bad battle going beneath the city. And uh, you've all got tricks up your sleeve. I understand. And kudos by the way, because I enjoyed the plan that you came up with to take out this this big bad. I was su also super happy that in the last game, I managed to throw a little spanner in the work by making you all fall up to the ceiling with a reverse gravity scroll. That beholder, man, it keeps pulling out these scrolls with like a mage hand or whatever, and just whoop, just to keep things interesting. Oh, yeah. I just assumed they knew how to cast the spell. That wasn't clear at all. No, no. Interesting. It's, it's been using various items uh, and him and the others have been using various scrolls throughout. So, uh, yeah, that's that kind of explains the nuts and bolts a little bit. But anyway, before we get down to the nuts. OK, I, I need more coffee. Um, let's go around the horn and meet everybody. Uh, let's start over here with Bella. Hey, everybody, I'm Bella. I'm playing Isold. Uh, who is a half-elf blood hunter, and um, yeah, she really hates this uh, this beholder dude. Um, and then I'm also playing uh, Miss Frizzle, the Frizz, the and frizz. she is <laughs> the Frizz, and she is a fire genasi. That's fighter. Awesome. Oh, I was gonna ask yeah. what class. Yeah, that's right. The and She's the Frizz got. Frizz got rocked last game. Actually, well, both of them did. Actually, both Isold and the Frizz got their asses rocked last time. But yeah, no, Miss um, Frizz, she she uh, got her ass whooped down to nine hit points Ooh. out of fifty-eight. That is that's a whooping. Yikes. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, so she's they're hurting. But we'll see what happens tonight. Fair enough. Well, thank you. All right, uh, let's let's go uh, meet Gordon. Mm. Hey, Gordon, playing Rook, your resident phantom rogue, um, and also Talithar, Conquest Paladin. And Talithar did take a fair bit of damage last game. Rook is actually almost unscathed, just how it ended up. And we'll Absolutely. see what happens tonight. Yeah, and the, yeah. the holder was very interested in getting Rook away from the group. So much so, it actually took two Rooks. 
It took uh, uh, yeah. Steve and yourself down the hole or up the hole. Reverse gravity is weird. Um, but yeah, that is so, not kind of noticed. Yeah. So there's something going on there. We'll see what happens. But uh, speaking of uh, the various, well, I'm not going to go a bit out of order and let's go. Uh, let's go. Oh, man, my brain it keeps pulling up random weird sentences. I was going to say bump into Steve, but then my brain was like bump. ugly. No, no. Anyway, so Steve, take it away. Save me from myself, please. Yeah, well, thanks for taking me up your hole. Um, so, yeah, playing um, Gex. Tucker, PG little... people, PG. <laughs> what? I, Is it the I, not I, I just gripped his appendage tightly, and that's how I ended up his hole. Yeah, it was um, this, you held on to yeah. this, this shaft of the stock of one yeah, of the... totally. Yeah. Of, you know, it has an eye. It has an eye on the end of it, so makes sense. Uh, yeah, Gex has got ideas about things, and um, then there's then there's a bear who doesn't talk. Yeah, and that's what I'm in charge of, I suppose. Can it can it please be canon that it literally just hasn't actually talked the entire time? No, has he, he has, said a he, thing. No, he's not said a word yet ever. Th- that's amazing. I didn't even realize. That is cool. No, I yeah, no, he has he does, end, he could, like, he, maybe he bear? can speak, maybe he can't speak. He just doesn't. I mean, he has languages listed on his sheet, but he hasn't spoken, so <laughs> he can understand yeah. and just nods and grunts. I mean, I mean, this is... there hasn't been it talking in any of this campaign has been of no use to him yet, so yeah, I, I kind of hope is. there comes a time when it's the one that has to do all the like it opens its mouth and says something and it's going to have to be like mm-hmm. I'll get we'll watch for that moment. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, uh, we'll let's see. keep going. Uh, <laughs> and uh, wait, who else do I have here? I need to fix the cameras and such, but let me see if any of these are working. Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Hola, uh, I'm Brandon. I'm playing Eli, a half elf wizard. Who I think is relatively unscathed from what I saw last week. Uh, I'm going to say because of his boots of levitation. Uh, and he also disappeared for a conversation somewhere uh, last week. So that would be interesting. Also playing Jalen, who I think is a human fighter and I think is possibly drowning. Yeah, uh, I was going to say. So. <laughs> yeah, Jalen, so you, you followed the beholder in after a bunch of levitating and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody fell down in, and some of you landed on the platform. Some of you landed in this dark pool of water deep beneath the the city. And uh, Jalen and several others landed in the water. And everyone's kind of paddling up to the surface, figuring out where everybody is. And Jalen hasn't surfaced yet. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, and that brings us around to Darcy. Hey everyone, I'm Darcy. Uh, it's blah 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 all that stuff hi uh, I'm playing Chu Chu is a human ranger they're also a little bit of a rogue and they're right now they're riding a blue dragon <laughs> which in a hole in the ground I mean I hope that's on the bucket list somewhere that was that was my goal is that bucket list dragon mount I mean, I was hoping to not use it because I assume it's only going to last so long. And I'd like to sell this magic item because, you know, got to make that bosh. But, uh, you know. Got to make oh. them bills oh. at the end of the day. 
All right, awesome. So I'm we'll see. Jump down the hole and, and fall and get killed by landing in a pit that I can't see the bottom of. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. So you rode your dragon down. It made total sense. Yeah. Also, there just... was no jumping down because it was up. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It was a whole thing. I'm just rolling Locked for no apparent reason. Find out. All right. And uh, just because, Darcy, I steal your ideas at the time. Uh, all of you, actually. Good. That reminds me. We do have plot points, but we'll talk about that in just one second. Uh, and let's meet Matt. So I am playing Balin Iron Eater, a dwarven craftsman and wizard. Uh, I met up with the party when they saved me from the mouth of a purple worm, and I've uh, sworn a, a life debt to help them on their quest to slay this beholder. And uh, that's that's who I am. Nice. And you also previously hit Asterion, the Minotaur, but unfortunately was the first to fall. I believe it was Delay That's Blast right. Fireball. Um, so yep. it was pretty brutal. Yep. For like 50 points of damage, which I think is all the health he had. Yeah, he wasn't the most beefy. He was he was a Schvelt Minotaur. He was rather slight. <laughs> he was more of a Minicalf. Anyway. I mean, and he had the eaten DM. nothing but forest mushrooms for months, right? You know, he was, wasn't in top fighting form. It's true. Yeah, he's been eating a bunch of these funny mushrooms that some turtle turtle guy gave him, and it hasn't been good for himself. Um, sorry, that's a callback. Uh, and I am Todd. And just one last thing to remind everybody and myself, uh, that you, the viewers, and you, the players, all have plot points. So if you get an idea, you want to contribute to the game, just type it at us. Um, and we will do our best to incorporate it live in the game, or if, if, uh, if for, you know, the, the viewers, uh, and then of course, if the players want to join in with some ideas, I am definitely willing to share this DM seat. No insta-deaths, and let's just work towards making it awesome. All right, speaking of, uh, awesome, let's dive in. Oh, whoa, damn, I set that bar way too high. Speaking of mediocre, CanCon, uh, we are gonna dive in. And let's get started. The dark waters below don't reveal any of their secrets. Those of you with dark vision see this large cavern beneath you, half-hewn, half-natural rock. It is frighteningly cold. Those of you who hit the water, Shu uh, is coming down on the dragon, Jalen hits the water, Elias hits the water, Isold hits the water, and Hilda hits the water. The rest of you, Rook, Frizzle, Graham, Talithar, Cranky, and Balin managed to land on the stone, which is no comforting fact, but you managed to land with just enough of that levitation and the rope left to take the worst of the damage. Um, you land hard against the, the rough stone, the wind getting knocked out of you briefly. Balin, you're like literally on the edge of the water, like ha like your arm and one leg into the pool, and it is shockingly cold. Those of you who are submerged 
it is that kind of cold water that literally takes your breath away when it when you go splashing in. The cavern is dark. There are no light sources down here unless you bring them. Um, let's start with um, Izzled. I need you to do an athletic swimming check for me. Okie dokie, artichokey. Let's see how this goes. Alright, gotta find the right... Oh, good. Athletics, you said? Yeah. Okay. No advantage. Unfortunately, no, but the DC is not super high. 15. Okay, okay. So, with a 15, you come bobbing up to the surface. That uh, you're, You managed to do that, no problem. Your armor and gear, none of, you didn't drop anything. But the cold is shaw. Like, it is... It's not freezing, but it is very, very, very cold. Um, and you pop up in the dark, just trying to figure out... Now, you have dark vision, so you can see in grays and, and blacks and grays around you. Um... The edge of the pool, the whole, it's a slightly irregular shaped room. Uh, the platform kind of takes up about 15 or 20 feet kind of off to the east side of the room. And the rest of it is this flooded semi-natural pool. Um, but the edge where the water and the, and the platform meet has been worked stone. There are stone walls around. Some of them, uh, many of them are carved and ancient but several places they're collapsing in or overcome and hidden by um growth of stalagmites and stalactites are just collapsed in over time and age and piles of dirt and dust you are deep beneath the city at this point rook would recognize this as the hunting grounds where the various monsters employed by the beholder uh, or controlled by the beholder would hone their skills and this terrible beholder would hunt for sport or for other reasons practice testing all kinds of machinations um all right the other let's go with elias go ahead and roll uh athletics check for me okay uh any way i could get like advantage on that because he's technically levitating or um, actually, I'm going to let you do, you know what, Hand, yeah, totally free. As you're falling in, you're like, wait, because the rope is part of what's pulling everybody up and then down. So you just have to let go of the rope and kind of brace yourself. And you're actually hovering just above the water, like your feet almost touching it as just barely. Uh, but you're actually fine. So you don't even need to. You also have dark vision, so you can see the room reasonably well. And you can hear all kinds of nonsense. Um, the flapping of massive leathery wings. Well, large weathery wings. You can hear the... Kind of mouthing sounds the beholder makes. But you can also hear that strange, almost in your mind, like... Kind of presence if you get too close to that thing. So it's in here somewhere. Um, what do you want to do in this moment? Or anybody can jump, pile in. 
I'm gonna because I'm right next to Isold, so I'm gonna like kind of reach my staff down to her. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Uh, try to help her out of the like at least try to drag her as I walk towards the stone. Absolutely. That you no problem. That one that one you get that one for free. 100%. So you manage to pull. I will grab on. Absolutely. So um you help Isold at one point you see the the surface of the water splash and you're like huh? and you see Hilda come up strong and start paddling towards rolled on Timely's behalf. Uh, with a solid 18. Um, Shu, you're hovering above. Everyone seems to be present and accounted for. Gex, we're going to deal with you in just a second, though. But Cranky, everyone else is kind of busy picking themselves up. What do you want to talk about? The room is everyone's. Do we see the beholder? Like, is he visible? Uh, do a perception check. Uh, okay... It's a 70 can foot we, tall chamber can we all? 50 feet wide. Yeah. Well, let's say um, I'm going to kind of institute room rules. So I'm going to say a maximum of three of you can search at and Like you're all doing it, but we're going to take turns. Dirty 20. Oh, I'd like to opt into actually a, um, like a survival sorry. check. Less of a perception and more of a like, is there any signs of passage that I would follow as a, as a ranger? Sure thing. Go for it, Jesse. And dirty 20. Um, and oh, I don't 21. know. By search, you mean investigate, right? I didn't um, even think to do survival. I should have. Oh, well, that's right. I got a 15 perception. Nice. 15, um, dirty 20 or 21 for for That was Rook, right? No. Who's kind of keeping our wits about them. Um, and yeah, you can go ahead and do a quick... Uh, investigation, if you want, just to kind of take in what you find of this room. Total of 19 on that. Nice. And Shu, you are a little bit distracted being on the back of... No, that just rolled the number two. That was a... (laughs) (laughs) It is not properly rolling. No, that's fair. I'm not getting my keep highest somehow, but... eh. Um. Sorry. It's not working. Anyway, right. it's it's two d twenty. I'm rolling with advantage and then adding eleven to it. So yeah, that's fair. That would be so twenty four. Twenty four. All right. So, um, the a couple things you all pick it up pretty quickly. This room is, um, almost like like cone shaped in a way, widening from the top down. It is about fifty or so feet, but very regular and it's about 70 feet tall and about 50 feet kind of irregular rectangle. Um, you can also see very obviously there's uh, a fairly wide passage with an arching door, the arch somewhat holding back the collapsing ceiling um, down near at, at ground level. It is not on the platform where you are, but it it opens up onto the pool at the north end and there's a large kind of archway there busy um just you can practically hear the stone creaking from all the weight that it's holding but it does seem to hold and open into a uh, another room that looks hewn and uh probably from a glance those of you with dark vision can see that it's about 40 for uh sorry 20 feet by 20 feet maybe 30 feet by 30 feet 
and it extends on into darkness to the north. Uh, with those of you who got over 20, which are several of you, um, you also pick up there is a second, although narrower, dark entrance to the southwest, uh, very close to where Hilda popped up. Um, and it's more of a crack in the room that does open up into darkness, and it looks like there may be more passages or rooms to the southwest. The dragons who have flown down here now that you cracked open um, have not seen anywhere to perch. They clamp onto the walls like almost like bats, and Shu is having to really like focus on holding on. Um, they do have a kind of strap that you can kind of do. It's a it's not a perfect saddle or anything, but there is a contraption on which to hold, but it is not perfect. So you don't have to just dangle off of a leathery back and spikes, but, you know, you have a little band that you can kind of put your legs under and hold on. But it is still difficult. Um, okay, take it away. What do you want to do? Um, do I see the beholder in the oh, room? right. <laughs> you don't see it immediately, but you hear it. And it takes a few seconds because and to like track down where it is amongst all of that. And this brings us around to Rook. You see Actually, it hovering. Would, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Would I know something differently? Because I know I did the perception, but remember, I've got my uh, brand of castigation on it. Oh, yeah. So you don't actually spot the bottom chamber, but you do spot the beholder and the north chamber. The beholder is busy, like almost bumping, like a like a over like an old party balloon, just barely holding on, bumping against the eastern wall, trying to like thump and then move down a little, thump and then move down a little. You're not sure if it's on purpose or if it's so wrecked that it is just kind of boom, boom, and dangling from that partly like stunned from the fall and the bumping and all this and barely being able to hold on is Gex. So you're dangling at about 50 feet up, Gex, um, by one hand from this beholder and you burned a lot holding on to that beholder. It is in rough shape. You're not even sure if this thing is like, you hear a strange gurgle sound and there's bits of black blood just raining down. In fact, that's what n makes Graham notice look up. All right, everybody, is, what, what do you want to do? Rook is, Rook is basically has his short bow out. Arrow drawn. Yeah, is, he's just, he is like staying put. He's doing steady aim. He's, he is trying to find the beholder to shoot it. Sure thing. Yeah, is you there actually it? like a line of sight? Shoot. There is. However, before we go into full on shooting, I did ask Steve to wait for a moment. So having been bashed around and being tossed about, you kind of got the wind knocked out of you for a second. But now you are aware. What do you want to do? I don't know if you're muted or not. Yeah, two things. And the, the order depends on whether or not I can do it. Uh, um, yeah, so as a bonus action, I can do that. So having held on to the uh, one of the 
buy stocks while falling upwards through Todd's shaft hole. Um, Don't next, forget the dragons bumping you. Those aren't pillows. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you got bumped by dragons. It was, it was, an, it was a, an, yeah, a good experience. Um, so he's he. So previously he was holding on, had stabbed him the beholder. So there's like holding an ice dock and then the dagger stab. He will like try this in one motion, put away the dagger, pull out the dragon gem that he's got um, and shove that into the stab hole and let it go in there. And then as a bonus action, activate his gem of brightness, which will cause a bright light in a 30 foot radius. Yeah. So that's a lot around the beholder. I love it, but that's a lot going on in a single like dangling turn. So you kind of come to, um, I would say you don't know. It's a bonus action to stow the dagger or just drop it. Yeah. Um, it's an action to activate the light thing or an action to plant the gem. You can't activate two things in a single action. Oh, sorry. It's a bonus action to deactivate it. I was reading it wrong. Okay, so he's not going to do that. First, he's going to shove the the dragon gem down into the stab hole. That is like that is step to, one. I would like you to roll. Um, I'm open to suggestions here. What is the put the bead in the beholder roll? I, I honestly, I think this is just like narrative maintaining your like. Well, it's maintaining your hold during the thing, right? Like, it's, so it's either like an athletics or an acrobatics. It's either balance or it's like don't get like because you know the builder's moving around. It, yeah, it doesn't want you to do it's this. It's bumping. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say yeah. let's do this as kind of a dexterity or strength based attack roll. Well, because you're trying to well, cram it in the right yeah. spot. It is an attack. Yeah. Could, yeah. could I see narratively he wants to do it without the beholder noticing? So it could really be sleight of hand, honestly. I mean, if you slip a large. Dragon bee into a gaping wound. You're good. Notice. Good attack. <laughs> and they know you. They already know you're right. there, right? It's not like you. Right. I, bonus points for it, trying it, to explain it that way, at least. It definitely tries. It's it's definitely <laughs> stunned and bashed and horribly. You, you tell me horribly wound. I would like Ath- uh, athletics. I was going to say, um, uh, either a. An attack roll with either your strength or dex. Your choice. You're being um, precise or you're just jamming it in there. So just like an unarmed unarmed strike, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Oh, you're armed with a glass bead with a dragon in it. Yeah. Okay, so it's just a plus six. Uh with a twelve. So eighteen. You are made of luck, sir. <laughs> that is exactly what you needed. Nice. So you uh, you get the the glass dragon bead in there, and the and I would shove it in as far as you can. Okay. Like and think of a guy checking it to see if a cow is pregnant. <laughs> the beholder who's been busy bumping against the wall has suddenly alerted to you. It's been so bashed and damaged; it hasn't really noticed that you're dangling. But as you do this, it notices and 
You insect! You cannot stop me! Alright, that's your turn. Um, Oh, you do have a... I think it's important to remember that I believe, unless I'm mistaken, they're still going, ah! (laughs) Dang it, my head fell off. (laughs) That's true. Thank you, Elias. That was from Elias last week who cast the suggestion suggestion spell. Absolutely. Thank you. And I didn't burn the legendary resistance on that, but I'm really Mm -hmm. glad I did because it saved the beholder last time slightly. All right, we'll see what happens next. All right, Steve, anything else? You can you stand put or you're letting go. You're 50 Um, dangling. No, so as much as possible, he's just going to like, you know, if he say if you if you can say in any sort of bonus action, he kind of way like he's just going to hold on to, to better his ability to hold on. So maybe it's like puts the gem in and then grabs with two hands. You know? Nice. Well, there's several eye stocks, so you can grab a second yeah. one and just really yeah. reinforce it. You had a pretty exactly. good athletics uh, last time. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, I believe. One thing's going to happen just before, and Rook jumped to the line and is like, I got this thing. Um, so you're going to be up next, but the Beholder is going to use a legendary action. Um, it is 50 feet away, so that's going to limit some of those things. Uh, let me just grab my D10 here. Oh, is that all? Oh, wow. I thought that'd be further away than that. Okay. It's only 50 feet up at the moment. Um, all right. So the beholders, uh, one of the eye socks aims downwards and sends this cone uh, down. Uh, I need, this is actually going to hit everybody from that range. Um, uh, Well, how many of you are there? There's, yeah, everyone, yeah, everybody but Gex. Please do a dexterity saving throw, please. Would I be able to counterspell it? I'm not sure if this counts as an effect or a spell. If you want to try, you can try. You, it will be in the yeah. roll, just so you know. Yeah. All Might right. as well. So go ahead and roll your arcana. I feel like I must have lost track of the space. They're shooting down? It's hovering. Like, imagine you're in a... In a and so we fell down, ice cream cone. and now they're above them. You fell down okay. through the top pointy bit of the ice cream cone. You are Most of you are Got down it. below. The dragons are actually clinging to the sides, and every, most mm-hmm. of the rest of you are down at the bottom. So actually, Shu would not okay. need to roll this, because you're on the dragon up high. Thank you for uh, reminding okay, me. They okay, so, this, so they're like legit still just in the same room. They didn't like run off. Yeah. Well, they're so wrecked they're busy like thumping against the wall and oh. only now having been uh, kind of shaken out of their stupor by steve's beating um or gex's uh unfortunate dragon bead um it is now kind of jolted alert by the uh, discomfort it didn't actually do any damage but it was like Ugh. so now it's alert <laughs> and it's spending a, uh, an action how'd the deck saves go Oh, um, uh, I rolled a 26 for Arcana. Oh, damn. Never mind. Forget the deck saves. As cool. the wizard hovering just above <laughs> the dwarf <laughs> dangling from the from your staff extends a hand upward and poof, 
this magical light that began to emanate just spreads out and just and just shatters at, against Elias's counterspell. And there is no slow effect. All right. Well done. There is going to be another. There's three of these. That was the first. Correct. The next one. Okay. One second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So if I roll. Tim, okay. Timely. Poor Timely. Um, is dangling from the the or reaching the ground now as Elias is busy levitating them over towards and trying to kind of lever her over towards the edge with the staff and all of a sudden Brandon you or Elias you notice that this dwarf gets heavy and just stops helping and uh yep you look over and you can see her hands are just tight on the shaft of the of the quarterstaff that you've or your your magic staff and just holding it super tight and like one foot balanced on the on the platform and the other one and she suddenly just locks up and is her eyes her face is moving but her body is starting to freeze and you see this gray start to spread up her arms and legs and she's like um, what 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 oh no that's the second and the third Gex, your bowstring is like creaking, ready to rock and roll. One sec. Keep rolling the same goddamn number. All right. It's got to be different. All right. Uh, And rolling the eight again. Gex. One of the eyes, the one you're actually holding, pivots towards your face. I need you to do a constitution saving throw. You stopped the slow, though, Elias. That was good. That was, may have been pretty clutch. I don't like that roll, so I'm going to spend a luck point and do it again. All right. I think, is that two lucks you've used? Yes. All right. So I will go from a 4 to an 18. I, I like that better. That is a pass. DC is 16. So your muscles momentarily lock up as a paralyzing ray as this mm. hits you, and then you're like, no, 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 and you just power through. Well done. Yeah, it's with, it's with the power of angry grandfather, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> angry Gampy. Uh, all right. I think Rook has been patient enough. You have a held action, mm. sir. Rock and roll. Okay. So he's steady aim with his bonus action, and he's been tracking the beholder. Um, and he, similar to what happened last session, I didn't really describe it. It's almost like one of his eyes gets almost a bit spectral. Um, and he's going to let loose. Nice. Go ahead and make your roll with advantage. Okay. You would be able to apply uh, sneak attack anyway, because yeah. your buddy's up there, but Yeah. But I'm gonna take the advantage. I'm not gonna do sharpshooter this time, the plus ten, because I really want to hit. 
Okay. Cool. Um, but I, I'll and still get the sneak attacks. Going. What are you aiming for? You, you're taking the time to aim. What are you aiming for? I'm aiming for its eye as it's looking down at us. Sure. Which one? Uh, like, well, actually, I'm aiming for its mouth. Its mouth. Like it's it's got its eye, but it's kind of it has this gaping mouth. I'm just yeah. shooting right into its mouth. Yep. Cool. Um. Okay. And uh, it's a plus. As you're determining roles, um, I think as soon as we see, like, we'd sort of found the little holder, but this volley certainly made them not unobvious. There's a better way of saying that. Um, and I think Shu, in Draconic, just, like, looks at the three dragons and is like, would you three like to do the honors? Um, in, like, suggesting for them to just unleash their breath attacks, right? Continue. Uh, 23. 23 hits right in the like top of the mouth the arrow just sinks into the soft palate roll damage it's looking really rough you guys did almost 250 hit points worth of damage to this thing last round or last game mm-hmm Six plus six with 36 points of damage. All right. So a couple things happen in this instant. It turns and its mouth is open in this almost rictus kind of and the arrow and as the arrow is flying, it's like, I'll just stand there and these insects. And like a head just lolling backwards, the whole thing just pivots and falls. Steve, I need you to do it. Um, Gex, do a acrobatics check. Acrobaticals. Uh, that would be twenty-two. Oh. All right. How? Why don't you describe how you save yourself from a rather dangerous fall as this dead beholder rockets backwards and just plummets? Uh, I think he would try and do it rather s- simply but elegantly. Like if it's falling down, he'll kind of just like shift his weight to cause the thing to roll in the air so that it hits the ground and then he kind of bounces and slides off and lands on his feet. I love how it's super elegant and then it hits the ground and it's like landing on on a land like a pad and it just goes and the skull begins to it just goes with this hollow thwack sound and mm-hmm. it dents and goes flat and there's blood just um and you are riding this thing down and compress and then bounce and it actually flings you up into the air uh, on the bounce and then whoa, and uh, I, I'm going to say with the 22 you can choose to land on the water or land on the rock well he'll, he'll land on the on the rock yeah, okay so that is a little, like little a bit of a, you know, or acrobatics check you're going to be taking half damage from the fall then uh, if you landed in the water you won't take you're likely to take no damage just saying it's your show your uh, Oh no, he it's more about flair than anything else at this point. I'm gonna try to stick point landing. Terrible for the days, but you know. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so, so narratively, he's old and he's like, I'm too tired to swim. I'm going to aim myself for the land. And then he gets there and he lands on the land and he goes to do like the superhero landing. And, you know, like all of us, when we bend over at this age, his knees crack and he gets up and it's like, oh, mm. Yeah. You you so take nine points of falling damage. Okay. It, that's already halved. It was actually a really good roll. <laughs> on my point. That's nine points of yeah. knee damage. Old man yeah. knee. All right. Um, okay. You okay. land and you're just like, oh, it's and this master monstrous being is just sitting there, just bleeding on the ground, and you're just like, is that it? And Gex, you are never so thankful that you didn't land in the water as you look at where you were going to land and there's these writhing tentacles in the water in the dark water just (sighs) disappear as it's like tried to get you, it was waiting for you and then went back in Um, retroactively Brandon, can I get you to do an athletics roll on Jalen's behalf with disadvantage please okay up the stats really quickly. That's being my um The Beholder is dead. Hey. The game's over! Change we get plan. to finish now. No, no. that's later. Six plus so it'd be a twelve. That's not wonderful. Okay. Uh, I need you to roll a d20 for me. Or, a con- yeah, just a d20 there, Jay- Jalen. Ooh. Okay. I taking no- I'm taking note of that. All right. Uh, everybody, you just like, the dragons turn to shoe and say, Oh, it's done. <sighs> but I was hungry. I'm sure there's more down here. Let's see what we can find. What about him? The other dragon kind of leans over and points towards the northern... Um... Oh! Yes. Um... (laughs) Uh, points towards the northern archway. And you can just... Shoo in particular, because it was drawn to your attention. You can just see a shadowy Mm -hmm. shape wasn't there and now is it's just like it's there humanoid Hmm. I mean I'll look and see if it I can make it anything better than a shadowy shape Steve can I get you to roll a d20 for me 50-50 11 Yeah, um, well, hmm. I'm trying to decide what's more fun. Let me roll. Let me see. Yeah, this is more fun. You're all watching as this beholder's thunk and hit the ground, and you're all like, ooh, and Gex gets up. uh, And you're all just waiting one second, and you hear this tiny little... from the impact... And then all of a sudden, the bulbous body, you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? The bulbous body, it fucking explodes. 
and this sickening shower of goo and this dragon. What color was the bead again there, Gex? Oh, gosh, I don't remember. Uh, Black, I think. Okay. I think it was black. We did white and black already, right? The white and black. I did white and black. Unless someone knows they have red, I feel like that's dramatic. No. Okay, cool. Rook has red. Okay. How about yellow? Green? Let's call it... Let's do the green. Let's do the green. This green adult dragon suddenly materializes inside a beholder's wound uh, and just expands exponentially. And now it is laying on the ground and all of you who are right there need to scramble out of the way. Uh, I'm going to get Gex, Izzled, Eliza, and Talithar, and Graham, and Frizzle to all do dexterity saving throws as there's suddenly something on the platform that is no longer there. Um, or that is now there, rather. I'm not sure why, but Frizzle's um, thing isn't rolling in-game. Oh, So I'm going to roll it. Yeah, I'm not sure why. So she has a 15. I just rolled it on the, um, on the thing. Sorry about that. No problem. Uh, 15 also, is fine. Gonna... You managed to jump out of the way in time. You get showered in some bits of Beholder, but you're fine with a 15. Um, who else got something? I'm going to milk this for all it's worth. Do I get any sort of advantage for like not technically being on the platform? or? I'm actually going to say you are on the edge, and it's not that you get bashed by it. It's that Hilda gets destabilized by this thing. And you've been trying to pull okay. her up, and she was barely on the edge, and it destabilizes, and she begins to topple into the water as her arms and legs are now almost completely gray. There's gray stone-like appearance spreading up her face, about to go up over her eyes. Could I she's potentially roll? Eliza, uh, Elias. Could I? Can I potentially roll for something else? Because uh, if I notice that she's still like turning to stone, I would yeah. want to cast uh, Dispel Magic on her. Absolutely. It's like just coming up over her face, her eyes give you this fearful look. You let go Dispel Magic. Go ahead and roll um, an Arcana check for me. Just to see. You kind of... Oh, kinda... 11. Um, what... Hold on. What level is that? I think that's level 6. So, unfortunately, that's not going to do it. As the spell goes off and just <laughs> and the form slips as the dragon's tail kind of slaps against her back and she tumbles into the pool, her hands still locked on your on your staff and begins to pull you down. How much weight can you handle with your levitation boots? Uh, I think it's 500 pounds, know. right? Yeah. So I'm going to say you're probably not that much as a wizard half-elf, but she's a plate-mail-wearing dwarf who is now no longer made of flesh and bone, but of pure stone. Yeah. So I'm going to say that's over the 500 limit. Um, you're going to need to do... Oh, let's see. Do an athletics check for me to see if you can hold on to the staff. <laughs> I don't suppose it's too late for Balin to try to counterspell that. 
Uh, or, you could try dispel magic oh, on that okay. if you want. Yeah. Go ahead and roll Arcana. Yeah, too late for counterspell, but dispel magic is still a possibility. Yep. Well, I got a 24 on my Arcana. Nice. You catch it as Elias is busy just trying. He's the only thing keeping Hilda above the water. Her hands gripped like like a statue on the stone and she's beginning to sink beneath the waves and then Balin sees and uh, not counter spells dispels the magic and Hilda it's like the outer layer of her skin cracks and sloughs off as like dust like so much makeup that's been dried on for too long and then suddenly she moved and so her skin is still kind of gray in pallor but starting to return to color as she becomes flesh again and uh, I'll, I'll say Elias manages to pivot her over towards the between her kicking and swimming. She is now back on the water. Um, don't you're not off the hook yet, though, Brandon. Roll another D20 mm-hmm. for me, please. Actually, two. Fifteen and a one. The fifteen almost was good news. The one is most definitely not. I'm sorry. But Jalen is no more. Went in the water (laughs) and never returned. All right. So... The dragons kind of take stock and cling up on the rocks and look around. Chu, you might be the only one who noticed something. Take it away. There's no particular initiative order or anything right now. Okay, just uh, before I uh, take action, did I just see, like, the silhouette of a person that I couldn't make it the details of, or is there more than that? Um, Just so I can uh, properly respond. Do a quick perception check for me. We'll see what you notice. Um, this pr- should have plus 11 I would think so that's a 23 alright it's a silhouette standing slightly darker spot in an already dark tunnel um, it, mm-hmm. it just happened that and they seem to be like on the ground they're not like floating or doing anything weird right they're just standing there um, in the entrance just a little bit back from the entrance to the tunnel and honestly, I think what I want to say is I just like turn to the dragons because they were like, ah, we want to still hunt and kill things because we're dragons, right? Um, and I think she just like looks around at everything. It's just like everything's easy in control. You want to go have fun? Go have fun. Might need your help to get back out, though. Uh, and just like goes to land and like let them loose. <laughs> like, yeah, go be dragons. I'm OK with that. All right. So it is your dragon. Where would you think it would want yeah to i'm go. talking to i was talking to my dragon the blue one as well as the black and the white because i was next to them um the, the new dragon i don't i don't know we're kind of you know that, that's a whole <laughs> other thing that's happening you're still not totally sure about that one now i feel like positionally right i wasn't next to that i you know didn't roll and everything and blah 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 um it's actually the blue dragon that's noticed this figure uh, and so if okay. you let it, it's going to dive down. Um, it doesn't look yeah. like it's going to go let you off gently. Do you want to jump off or go for the ride? 
so you're saying it like swoops down towards this figure. Yeah. Um, if I wanted to, I could bail or I could hold on because they're not stopping. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'll hold on for now. Sure. Let's see where this goes. Okay. Uh, can I whoa, get you to whoa, whoa. roll? All right. Yeah. It's just sudden. It's almost like a roller coaster. Like everyone else yeah. is just like, okay. Um, and What's the dragon roll? is begins licking the bits of beholder off the 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 green dragon. It looks gold there, but it's green mm-hmm. dragon. Uh, and suddenly this blue yeah, yeah. dragon lets go it's of the cliff. Covered in bile. I understand. <laughs> swoops down towards the northern entrance that nobody else seemed to be paying attention to shoe dangling off the back it goes in and roll a d20 for me there um uh, 20 here yep. we are i'm gonna need to that is a seven uh, what? <laughs> seven a seven i'm gonna say with advantage 20. so roll another d20 for me that's a three all right. Uh, I'm going to look up something seven. super fast as the dragon plummets down. And. Uh, Where is it? Okay, that's more fun. Okay. So, Shoe is just like. And the figure who's standing there, humanoid shape um, in the darkness. You make out cloak or robes, maybe holding some kind of staff or quarter staff or walking Mm -hmm. stick, just raises a hand and the dragon is gone. Just gone. Totally banished. And Shu is just like, and the momentum exactly just plummeting forward as uh, as you are no longer riding a dragon now, i hope that bucket list was fun because it's over now um do an acrobatics check for me <laughs> uh sure i think i i'm not skilled in this so just just plus two that's 16 not bad all right do you want to land in the water or on the platform i'll give you the choice with that um i feel like positionally it doesn't really make sense to be landing in the water um unless okay we traveled far less than I'm imagining. So I, I think I like, I land and I roll forward, right? Which would yeah. be going towards the, yeah. The, well, it's more of a stone. drop dive and swoop at an angle. So that, yeah, yeah like a roller coaster. So you didn't I see this far. is rolling onto the ground. Yeah. You hit okay the ground and roll and pop up like right base to base with them. And now you recognize them. Um, you've only seen them in passing, uh, briefly described to you more than anything. Um, this is, this is, uh, well, you see the ornate robes of a mage. Your track up towards mm-hmm. the elven features, the glassed over focused eyes, the anger, and the flaring red gem uh, in its forehead. And you are staring face to face with Calron, the once master of the wizard tower. Thrall of the uh, we, dead we got one Red gem gem guys um eh, um you meddle where you should not anybody else want to do anything yeah i think talithar is it'll be his turn to step up sure um so i think like he's been kind of getting out of sorts like without everything going on and everyone kind of like a lot of things happening really quick as he's getting his bearings. Thankfully, he kind of didn't get squished against the wall by the green dragon. 
rolled pretty good at the decks. Yep, but at yep. the just the sight of Calron, he's just gonna like he'll step up and say Calron, and just step forward. So you kind of Cal- navigate past the dragon and the dead beholder through amongst your friends and get kind of standing pretty close to where Rook is on the platform yeah. where you can see um, uh, over towards Shu and Calron. And Calron flicks their eyes. <laughs> he's just gonna, he's basically like staring at him, looking to get close. I don't know how, if he's able to close the distance right up to Calron. Yeah, You'd have, have to do to. an athletics check to jump the, the slight the platform doesn't connect quite to there, but it's a pretty okay. easy hop. Yeah, he'll do the athletics check. It'd be super, just to kind of super easy. Okay. Uh, Talthar. What's your athletic? AC? 21. Uh, that. Okay, it's not that it missed you, it's that your physical strength is not is like it didn't get a great grip on you as you begin to jump across one of these yeah. dark tentacles lashes out at you but doesn't quite get a grip and you you clear the distance across this pool and it back into the water you're now next to shu and calron does take a step back uh just a little bit this focused look kind of measuring what's going on and uh as you leap across the ruse is over. We know that you are compromised. And now the Beholder's dead. Look, I'm just here for monsters. And yet the greatest monsters often walk on two legs. Tarask. Yes. Amongst others. Vampires? <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You were just like. <laughs> yes, those two. Look, I was meaning hum. <clears throat> While they're bantering doing? back and forth, I'm just training. Isolde is going to be training her uh, arrow on him. Okay. Are you doing so? You 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 might want to step behind Gex to kind of get a bit of cover, or you're gonna to try to move to the side, or just stand out in the open and like. <laughs> Where it's hard to see on this map. There's a Where lot. Where is Gex? There is a lot going on. Gex actually landed right next to you, like almost on you. You probably helped him get up. He, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to move. Because all I see is me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That is weird. I don't know what's oh, going okay. on. Oh, okay. I see. I just moved my token and I see Gex. Okay. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. So, so I'm it's... just going to move. <laughs> Maybe just... around this corner a little bit. Sure. Toward the boo. There are so many icons all piled on each other in that corner. Absolutely. So you step into the ichor. Graham, the the half orc, is just coated in behold. Like it might have landed. Actually, 
Okay, it didn't land on him, but it landed really close and covered him in ichor. It was just seeing if it was a one. It was not. Um, what are you right. doing here? Business is not <clears throat> quite concluded yet. You are doing very well. You have a chance. You can. Your you, the gem is in you. If you can fight it, we can return you to normal. But you have to meet us halfway on this. Otherwise, I may just have to consider you an enemy. And yes. like Talthar just kind of has his sword at the ready. <clears throat> Okay, while this is going on, can Gex just do something completely stupid in the background? Absolutely, I love stupid. He's just, he's just gonna... So where's Talthar? Close by, right? Um, he's just he's I jumped here. over, I jumped over. Yeah. Oh, you're over there, okay. Um, Gex is just gonna, like, take his last healing potion and pop it, down it, and then, you know, drop that on the ground and then get out his, pull out his flask slowly start unscrewing the top as he's like death staring at um calron and just like take like a long draft of the of, it, of whatever it's, it's equal part whiskey and then a missile the entire thing is just yeah. filled to the brim with liquid robaxacet just kind of uh, like you know and then he's like feeling his knees a bit yeah just in the nice. background. Uh, all right. Anybody else doing anything or just watching this stalemate? Just curious for uh, the next thing. Eli's going to ready an action in case he okay. tries to run away. Sure. Uh, I think uh, Rook is actually going to be, if he can, bonus action hiding and also taking aim. If there's any way for him to kind of... If, if if he's out in the open, he's out in the open. But um, You can hide in that little corner. Um, but unfortunately, it's going to be very difficult for you to take aim. You'll be able to hide and then pop out, but you can't just take aim the whole time while you're hidden. You go ahead and roll yeah. stealth check, though. Okay, he's he, he's gonna opt for the hiding part, uh, just because he knows that this may not be over, and some people want him for some reason. Absolutely. Uh, plus thirteen. Shu's just like watching, like looking back and forth, maybe bantering if there's still an opportunity. But I'm curious, um, the black and white dragon are doing yeah. anything? At the moment, okay, cool. like you commanded the blue dragon and the black and white dragon. Yeah, I didn't really command anyone. I was like, well, feel free. Suggested. I'm yeah. not your master. Yeah, yeah. The blue dragon took you up on the offer and is no longer present. Uh, but every, every, the other two dragons are kind of, there's three dragons now busy looking at each other um the black one is staring straight down at the water mm. yeah i just figured like the black focused. one seemed interested in going and eating something so i was yeah. just curious if they're just like black we'll dragons just, we'll just hang fairly... out for a bit or if they're well sure you know what here's what happens in that moment everyone else is this tense moment and then there's a massive black streak and a splash as this dragon has been clinging on the wall looking at the water 
and then takes the opportunity like a heron diving in the water or like a bird of prey, like an osprey, splashes into the water and taking a snap at something. Uh, go ahead. Who's who's in charge of the black dragon? Do you remember? I need that list. I, was, I wrote I, it somewhere. I threw yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. I threw, I, the, I threw the white and the black. Okay, so you go ahead and roll uh, an attack roll on behalf of your, your black dragon. I rolled a nine. I I don't have its stats in front of me. That's okay. It's going to be a um, plus 12. Okay. Which is enough so, uh, as you watch this thing like like loop, just splash in like a bird of prey, hit the water, grab something in its mouth, and then begin to just like pull up and just tearing away as all these tentacles instinctively also wrap around it. The wings are just kind of splashing against the water, helping it swim, and everyone's just like distracted by this madness as this dragon begins heaving and pulling this what looks like a stalagmite in the water it begins to you can begin to make out with the with the dragon pulling on it these it's got a mouthful of tentacles and a chunk of rock and it's stretching and it's pulling it breaks the surface at this point and it's just heaving up on this roper this stalagmite looking creature that's been under the water um the, you see the boots, a, a pair of boots and legs just disappear into the mouth, and then this dragon has snapped it and is busy trying to heave it off the bottom. Um, and it's a pretty epic battle going on between the roper and the dragon at the moment. Uh, we'll see who wins. Uh, do one more uh, athletics check on behalf of the black dragon for me. Uh, if you're adding seven Sorry? to this, Bella. Seven? Okay. Meanwhile, Rook rolled a 32 on stealth. There is no Rook. Rook is gone. 15. 15. Uh, And you're adding... Oh, you added 7. All right. It looks... At first, it looked like it was going pretty good, and this adult black dragon is heaving on this thing, and this... All of a sudden, more tentacles come up and off this being just and begin to grab it back and pull it down as this is heaving back and forth. Um, It's above the surface and then below the surface is water spraying everywhere. You're all just like, Um, can I can I command the white dragon to help it? Absolutely. Make your um, you said you're in charge of both or who doesn't have a dragon? All right, somebody else can do the white dragon if they want. I was actually hoping to help the dragons out too. Um, if I could cast animate objects on five medium-sized stalagmites. Nice. And send them at it like spears. Absolutely. So you cast the spell and the stalagmites start dive-bombing at this thing. Um, I'm going to get you to roll on those behalf five attacks. You can use your arcana or your spell attack modifier as you're targeting for these stalagmite attacks. Uh, so animate object says, depending on the size of the object, it has its own attack bonus and damage. So for medium, it says plus five, if that's what do you it. want to do. Yep, exactly. Do I'm that ready. five times. We're just going to resolve it right now so I don't forget. Shoot just like over their shoulders, like, good luck <laughs> in, in Draconic. And like, that's it. It's like, yeah, no, they'll be fine. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay, so I got an 11, an 18, a 24, a 19, oh. and a 24. Damn. Okay, so of all of those, two of them hit. Um, that's it, unfortunately. It's got pretty crazy AC. Um, so go ahead and roll the damage on those. All right, I think it's 2d6. I'm realizing that my uh, my roleplay there is probably disingenuous. It probably is more like, what? <laughs> and water splashes everywhere. Like, God, good, good, good luck. <laughs> there <laughs> nice. we go. Nailed it. So that'd be a 10 and a 9. Uh, all right. Nice. Absolutely drenched. Oh, it's you. The other most important thing is you managed to avoid the black dragon in those attacks. Um, and so you're managing to focus some fire on this massive roper, which has been hiding underneath the water. Um, it's slow. It's digesting. Uh, OK, and I believe, Bella, you can go ahead and roll. Um, roll for the white dragon. So Unless someone else wants to. Uh, t- plus 12? Or plus 11, I think. I believe this one is plus... For attack. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to make that disappear. Uh, yeah, it'll be plus 12, I think. Okay. Uh, that would be a 24. Whoa, that's a hit. A very palpable hit. So it's going to go in and... What kind of attack does it want to do? A tail... Uh, do I go ahead and describe it as you hit this thing for I believe about 20 points of damage actually I've mm, or it I can was use say, I other abilities it, I, was, I was gonna say it might use its breath weapon but you know what no it's a cone I'm gonna say that. it would hit the black dragon I don't yeah, know if it, yeah it does um I think it does okay so I'm just, I'm going to make it a bite attack. Nice. So it gets in there and does about 20 points worth of damage. Um, woof. This roper is, chunks of stone are coming off, but they're, you realize when it, the dragon spit them out, they're actually bleeding and hit the wall and fall down. Um, so there is all kinds of madness going on in the middle of this pool right now. Um, all right. Is Frizzle, since we've been ignoring Frizzle for a bit, is Frizzle going to do anything? Or just... (laughs) Watch it all. (laughs) I feel like Frizzle is... She just used her second wind. I feel like she's like, you know, half bent over, hands on knees. (sighs) Fuck, fuck. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, And then she will... um... I think go ahead and um, she doesn't have much that she can do from a distance so she's gonna just you know pull out her longsword and she is just waiting to hit something if if same thing with Graham she locks eyes with the half orc who is just covered in ichor right just five feet away and just like oh <laughs> Graham's like I know right okay in the other room the wizard takes another step backwards kind of holding out one hand like placatingly towards Talithar look there's clearly a lot still going on here 
let's discuss this. What's there to discuss? Or Talitha, rather. There's more at play here than you know. We have an opportunity. We're smart about this. <clears throat> From my position, I think that you sold out our brethren and possibly all of Taz Pharrell. And who knows where else? What are you sacrificing? What kind of gain are you seeking out of this? I am trying to salvage this situation, and I have sacrificed. And he pulls back the hood and drops the se- intentionally drops the seeming spell. I'm going to say she somehow saw through it before, but Talithar can now see the just puckering wound on the forehead of this archmage, uh, just around the around the crystal. It's still there, and it's still dimly illuminated. But we can salvage something. The Beholder was onto something. We may be able to turn this to our advantage. And not have it all be for nothing. I'm listening. What is it? What are you proposing? The Beholder wished to have immortality. And after a manner, found it. But it is not perfect. This ruin contains. Do you know who lies here? We know there's an ancient being imprisoned in the in here. Yes, the Dark Oracle secret it's never been this close to being unearthed and his eyes flick over towards Gex but Gex looks like Rook right now and then flick back to Talithar and the mage takes another slight step back if we're (laughs) smart about this we may be able to benefit from this uncovering it's a wound that I don't think can reheal but we may be able to save the rest of the town almost as if on cue the whole cavern just shudders a little bit as something big hit the ground above you see dust and a couple of stones If it's to save... Yeah, go ahead. If it's to save Taz then our goals may be aligned. But if it's for your own purpose, at the expense of us and and the city, then I'll kill you myself. It has been some time since I've been able to think of my own purposes. And his free hand kind of drifts up and 
touches at the at the crystal, but it flinches back a little bit in pain. Unfortunately, time is of the essence. We must go inside. If we, with your help, we may be able to unearth that which has been hidden here and put an end to it. You want us to wake the Dark Oracle and to kill it? If it can be killed, yes. It may already have been awakened. Can I get Shu and Talithar to roll d20s for me? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to just say, go ahead and roll an inside check. And yeah. Oh, okay. Inside's much better than that, too. Let me take a look. Um, Meanwhile, the dragons are thrashing around. Specifically detecting lying? I've never been able to use this move before. Wow. Inquisitive. Ear for deceit. A minimum yeah. of an eight on the die for insight versus lying. Oh, oh that's amazing, because I only rolled 11. So Yeah. So what would that total be? So my insight is normally plus seven. I don't think it's relevant that we're in the Underdark. That's not relevant to this detection, I imagine. So <laughs> You can tell be, by the echoes. Uh, mm-hmm, that's right. Now it's to be 15. Okay. Yeah. The mage seems exhausted suddenly, even though it's there's so much power from this being. This, you get the sheer understanding that this thing this this person is really powerful wizard but they've spent some pretty powerful spells today by the look of things they they look haggard the wound doesn't fully heal so and you remember seeing torig before and he looked wrecked um and this torig had been under for a few months you don't even know how long this archmage has been under under the sway of this thing so, so what's it's your- it's hard to tell. Are you trying to say that the Kraken activity is not because of the Beholder, but because of this Dark Oracle? The Beholder united those that could not be united and enslaved those that needed to be. But now that the things are awake... And it looks, Kauron uh, looks pointedly at the thrashing dragons. Some creatures give in to their instincts when an easy target presents itself. And Tazvrel looks like a tasty snack right now. I'm not even sure if <coughs> those beings have been noticed the beholder has passed. Right. I feel like dealing with them is more important than whatever magic bullshit you've got down gone down here. That's just Elias? me, though. You two yeah. deal with your quarrel. Elias, can I get you to do a perception check for me? 
Meanwhile, the wizard begins to walk forward slowly, trying to non threaten and pause. Nat 20. All right, we're going to come back to you in just one second, Elias. Um, and Nat 20, uh, that's that's big. All right, Shu and Talithar, the wizard's like kind of wondering if it's allowed, if the wizard's allowed to pass between you out into this chamber with the splashing water and dragons. Like a water fight going on. Are you going to let him pass? Um. He's walking into the chamber where the dragons are, the beholder body and all that. Uh, okay. I'll let him pass, but I'm close. Like, within melee range. Yeah. Are you gonna... Re- and, and that's already, like, sword is drawn, shield, like, ready to basically strike him down. Yeah. As he gets to the edge of the water, when you... when it looks like you're gonna let him pass, he kind of relaxes a little bit, leans on his staff a little harder, and then puts it on the water, and there's this little pulse of magic as it touches the water uh, and then just keeps walking steps right out onto the water walks across as though it's a solid thing and walks the few feet past goes past Rook without noticing as Rook's kind of tucked in the corner walks right up to Gex and then it's crowded there with Gex and the bear and Elias and Isold and Graham and everybody's all right there and the wizard's standing just on the edge of the pool, just one foot in the water, one foot on the land, and just kind of motions like it wants to walk towards the fallen beholder. Um, and so Talith will say, the beholder wanted one of our companions. Do you know what that was about? The... Um, Archmage turns and looks at Gex at first and then kind of gives a little half grin and then just kind of more generally speaks and turns away from from Gex and looks at Talithar and says I imagine it has to do something with your friend has been down here before and I don't mean as a prisoner As to the details, we might be able to find out. If I may, he turns back towards Gex, trying to get past Gex. Are you going to let him pass, or are you going to unload on him? I think he would probably... Let him... Whatever. (laughs) He's just going to not do either, actually. And pretty much just stay completely still, staring him in the eyes. Crowded there. Um, Go ahead and roll intimidation. That's fun. I like that. You want me to move? You make me move. Intimidation is okay. Sixteen. The wizard blinks. Can can someone get this giant walking carpet out of the way? Speaking more to the bear, but it seemed like an appropriate Star Wars quote time. Um, he kind of tries to go around well, and wa- so, so Todd, to, to to that, Gex just looks at Crank and goes, "Well, he speaks for himself." <laughs> um, 
Elias, he's going to try to press past you. Do you want to let him? Or are you going to stand in his way? So Elias is following him, too? No, he's just going to... Well, this is Stay Brandon. Still. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah. Um... You. Oh, you noticed something. As you're okay. looking at this, and the dragons finally dispatched this roper. Um, uh, well, I think. Hold on. <laughs> Just a handful of rolls sure here. Do. Yeah, they do, but not without some some wounds themselves, some bites, some tentacle chokes. It's a whole thing. Um, as this epic dragon battle drags on behind you, then the water is like bumping the archmage standing on the surface. <laughs> it's like the floor is slowly undulating. It's very indignant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Elias, behind the... Um, Archmage, you see a shimmer, a now familiar hooded being. And it looks at you with its cracked forehead, the empty skull, and the flickering eyes of just a little hint of light in the darkness, in a shadow on the opposite wall. And it it shakes its head as though it wants to tell you more. With a nat 20, I'm going to say you get the intention. It's not over. Do not trust him. And when the reaper says that, it's almost like an echo of your grandma in your mind. Just a whisper. The being that took her acting as as a mouthpiece. Okay, so I am going to stand in front of him and not let him pass. All right. He then looked kind of... If if a really old elven archmage could stomp its foot in petulance, it would be it would be what it does. So instead it tries to press past Hilda who also just bars his way. And the the Archmage is like, Oh, God, mercenaries. Fine. Um, and then there's a little flicker, and the Archmage isn't there anymore, and you're all just like, what? And then it's... Could I... You can counterspell Possibly counterspell, yeah. <laughs> sure. It automatically counterspells his, his misty step. And he flickers oh, yeah. out and then right back, and he just looks at you eye to eye and it's like you do not know what you meddle in do you want to tell us just barging your way through what do you want I want the corpse of that which enslaved me for years I mean there's not much left of it I'm going to quickly message Talithar and just be like, we need to get him. <laughs> okay, Talithar. You're about 10 feet away right Talithar. now. Yeah, Tal- Talithar gets the cue from Elias okay. and is going to attempt to jump back, like head back and intercept. I was saying you were kind of tracking as much as you could. Oh, tracking with him? Yeah. Um, okay. But you're not quite next to him. him. 
he's gone past, trying to push his way past, so he's now about 10 feet away from you, over the water. Um, so, I don't know if you can see where you are, but there are two dragons right next to you, the the white one in particular, right there, mm. and then you can, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of still tearing this roper to bits, um, and then the archmage is busy, eye to eye, staring at Elias, who's like, it's like the most intimidating teacher or professor you've ever had a face-to-face and it's like the stakes are high <laughs> and you just stood up to them all right yeah um, so he, he's gonna help block his always like you need to explain yourself before we let you near that corpse i think you may have your prize we will find another way. And the wizard steps back over the water and away from the dragons and is standing on the water looking at you all. Um, I think perhaps something that the beholder had might be the key to stopping the onslaught above. A crystal allows it to, or a series of crystals, allow it to control those that are... And and the um, mage motions to its forehead. If you stay there, other people search the body for the control crystals. Sure. Jax, Izzel, you you got a moment. You want to do it? Sure. You yeah. can both roll. Sure. Investigations, please. What do we... Investigation? Yeah, you're, you're searching for control crystals on the on the corpse. Well, Gex has no clue. He got a four. You have a minimum of eight of ten. That's roll. true. Gex so has ten a ten. Plus, <laughs> ten plus whatever, plus your investigation. Plus two, so twelve. Okay. All right. I, I imagine it's not a big better deal than because... that, but... A lot of people have speak Draconic, but I want you to say in Draconic to the dragons. Um, if you would grab him, that would be appreciated. Make sure it doesn't go anywhere. The, uh, we can't really get out to them, but they maybe yeah. could. The white yeah. dragon is probably the closest and sees you, its head popping up out of the water. It's almost, it's almost comical. It's like watching two dragons in a bath, um, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> And they're just basically yeah. playing with the now dead Roper. Um, and the the green dragon has been climbing up the wall a little ways to get up and out of out of this busy scenario. And they seem distracted and on edge. All of them seem a little bit, where's the next thing? Um, the white dragon and the black dragon turn towards the archmage. And you see him kind of cock one elven eyebrow, eyebrow and says, don't do it. He, the mage definitely speaks draconic and understood. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. If you want them to continue, they will. Actually, go ahead and go ahead and roll a d20. Do I make a Darcy. persuasion? Yeah. This is a persuasion. I roll a three. Oh dear. Yeah. Let me see. My last the roll mage... was a three. The one before that was a two. Um, what would I roll before that? Uh, actually, pretty decent before that. Cool. That's all, that all <laughs> doesn't surprise me. All right. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mage manages to stare them down, and they're both like, 
Um, kind of locked in there. All right, uh, Izzled, how did you do on your search? A 16? Okay. 16. You are elbow deep in ichor. Like, it is gross. You're pulling up teeth. You're like, I found it. Oh, no, that's a tooth. Yeah. And then you'll have like an eyeball and it's still moving a little bit. <laughs> it blinks. You're like, ah. <laughs> uh, and eventually you find this chain of crystals, uh, almost like a necklace, but the thing has no neck. And it had been kind of woven almost like a almost like a hairnet sort of over various eye stalks. Um, so it basically covered the back half of the of this thing. Several of the crystals have shattered in the fall, but the majority of them are still there. And there's this kind of bluish tint to the quartz with these little veins of red running through them. And there are varying sizes. And each one is kind of flickering ever so slightly, uh, almost like a like a call and response to the crystal they control. Um, so you can you now have the control necklace for lack of whatever else I want to call it. All right. Okay. Someone of sufficient power is going to need to attune to that. Spend some time with it. Figure out how to send messages. And then all them off. I could do it if you wish, but... No. Nope. And Isol tucks it down inside her pouch further so he can't get to it. Okay. Uh, are you going to attune to it or put it on? Or are you just going to hold on to it? What do you want to do? I'm just holding on to it right now. I don't trust this guy. By all means, waste time. And the whole cavern is this little... He, oh. Eli kind of turns to the group um, and he's like, I don't know if this will work, but if I cast a spell magic on it, would it just seize control of all of the crystals? It would, but then... Oh, they're still attacking the city. They might just continue with their instinct because they'll be free. Um, I think in this instant, Balin or Rook, I'm going to need you to do either um, a dexterity check or a perception check. Rook will do perception. He's he's quietly stealth and just watching this. He yeah. knows that. Uh, I imagine he doesn't want to take his eyes off this mage. That's why it's more of a nope. reaction on Rook's part rather than an actual thing. But Balin, it would be, can I notice in time? Yeah, I got eight on my perception. Okay, nice. so unfortunately, when Elias turns to the group, your words, um, the mage does this quick little flick and Balin is just a, an instant too late. Rook, however, as That's the wizard 21. is casting something, what do you want to do? Uh, well, Rook, I rolled a 21. I assume that was a, enough. It was to notice this mage was casting, and you do have a, an opportunity to do something before or as... It's a super fast spell. It's a bonus action. 
and it's happening. He's going to shoot him. Okay, roll your attack. With advantage, because you are well hidden. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I'd say these creatures are pretty intelligent, and you don't... Well, you don't eat the entire flock, right? 21 will hit. Um, Hold on. 21. Uh, Shield. Oh, no. Eh, no, He doesn't see me. Does he? No, but he... mm. He doesn't see me. (laughs) Can you do a reaction against something? You know what? I'm going to say, yeah, it, it gets off. You, you, it's the mage makes the flick sign to cast Misty Step. As it's going off, your arrow flies through the air and he sees it at the last second, tries to, burns the spell slot, trying to do a a shield, but does not get it off in time. Go ahead and apply damage. Liberally apply damage. Okay. D6 plus 6. 29 damage. That is no small amount of damage. All right. No, no, no. He has a concentration. The arrow hits, and you see him flinch a little and finish the spell and disappear from sight. Um, I'm going to say, shoo, please roll three d20s. Oh, okay, cool. Ba-da-ba-boom. 12, 7, 14. Uh, the 14? So one of the dragons, the the white dragon, let's say, does track sure. and is like, there, and motions towards the southwest corner where the little crack in the, uh, like, five-foot crack gap in the wall. Um, the dragon kind of caught the direction that this mage went to and it does not appear to have it was so fast i'm gonna tell you it was misty step so he couldn't have gone very far but he's out of line of sight at this particular instance of the group all right what do we want to do we'll just um go around anybody gets ideas go Mm. or we can take a little break i'd be okay with that yeah. All right. Brainstorming yep. session. Okay. Snack time. As the wizard disappears into the dark, you've killed the roper, killed the beholder. Let's see what happens next. We'll be back in 10 minutes. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, we killed the roper. <laughs> that's the thing we did. I guess that's actually true with them. Um, it's your dragon. Technically, we, we did Alan stick did. the tra- dragons on it. Get them, boys. Does he have to roll concentration to hold banishment? Um, Just saying. Yes, but... Uh, I didn't think of it was banishment. I thought it was like, since it was a magical item that summoned them, they just like dispelled it or something. It was... Okay, hold on. We're still apparently on. Banishment um, makes a lot more sense, it honestly. Was I banishment. Thought it was banishment. It was banishment, but it is a summoned creature. So I'm like... If he sustained it for the whole time and it was from a different plane, it would be gone. It's not a different plane, technically, but it is a summons. So, like, it's in that gray zone. I'm honestly, I'm very curious to, like, what is 
metaphysically happening with these dragons inside gems? Like, were these people enslaved? Like, is this a thing? Are they imprisoned? Or were, should we be rescuing them? Is that you a thing can... we're doing? I have no idea. <laughs> I have rescue... decided not You're to think about it that much, but I am the princess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Kind of. Anyway. An evil princess. All right, we're on break. Okay, everybody. One one last thing. This will eventually be... Oh, you're the only one who gets to hear this. Yes, you are now level 12. Level 12. Everybody, do-do-do. Cool. Yeah, you all... You, keep the same... Hit, keep track of where your hit points are, though. Oh, I was going to ask you about that, because uh, did Eli take any damage? Because I looked through the VOD, and I don't think he did. I don't think did. he did, because you landed in the water. If there was water yeah. damage, it was like eight points of damage or something. I think it was, okay, so it was pretty I'll... minimal. Oh, no, because you have okay. levitating boots, so you're fine. Yeah. yeah okay, cool. Eli, cool, cool, Eli cool. did not take any damage. You had a brief... Actually, since I've got you. Uh, and we are on stream again, by the way. Um, since I've got okay. you and nobody else is here, you have... I'm here. getting these... Oh. <laughs> you're spy. Spies. Um, I am. You have had several conversations with that reaper that took your grandmother. And it is... I mean, we can RP this if you want, or I can tell you the gist of it. Which one do you want to do? We can RP. Uh, we can RP right now. Sure, let's go for it. Okay. Quick question, though, Todd: Should I be yeah. leveling up like literally right now, or wait till the Hells end of the yeah. session? Level twelve, baby. Just okay, do me a favor so and keep track of your hit points, where you're at before yeah. you click that level yeah. button, because it, it it maxes you. And yeah, I worked really I hard gain... to harm you. <laughs> but like if I gain eight Don't points worry, level Todd. Up, I would add my total, yes. right? So add I put not only to the total. Thirty nine instead Let's, of forty three. Thank you. I'm gonna say that you gain the increase in your current hit points. That whatever you go up by, you will gain that to your current damage. So you are that little bit tougher. Hey Darcy. We're back, by the way. We are on break, but you need to level up to level 12. The shoe has Sounds not leveled like fast enough. <laughs> All right. Um, we're just going to do a quick little interlude with um, Elias. When you first came down here, you saw in the ethereal plane the Reaper spying. It's been tracking you almost like a lost puppy. Like very shy and elusive and you finally managed to corner it when you first came down into the beholder's lair and you bam you in speaking with it both of you got pulled to the ethereal plane briefly and you had a short conversation with this creature yes I'm sorry you and your friends have freed me. I... My kind and I have done great harm against our oaths. <laughs> At the behest of the beholder. And I'm... I am sorry. It's, it's okay. It wasn't, 
things are complicated and they don't really become simple, but <clears throat> you know, you're trying to make up for it and that's all you can do. And all I ask is that you continue to do that. <laughs> and this little reaper sitting in the corner of the cave kind of knees pulled up against his chest, like the, the dark robes around it, the sunken skull, um, kind of almost overly sized, like if it was anime eyes on a skull that are hollow with little flames flickering in the, in the center, kind of looks up at you. We've taken so many when it wasn't their time. There will be a reckoning. I do want you to know It was hers. And I'm sorry I took her from you. But in doing so, I remembered who I... Why it matters. I don't know if that's comfort to you, but... The harvest, as it should be, was a comfort to me. It's as it should be. I don't know how to stop the others. But that beholder, now remember this is a little bit back in time. That beholder has taken them and made us do so many things. It controls us by these, by its crystals, by its chain. We can get that away from it. It stopped this. Eli just kind of sits in the moment. It's a lot to process for him, especially because this is the thing that killed his grandmother. Um, and <coughs> ultimately, he, <coughs> he looks at him. She lived a full life. Um, she went back knowing what would happen. And... It is what it is. It's a gross oversimplification of how things are right now, but all I can do right now is focus on saving your kind and whoever else is caught up in this mess. So we'll we'll get the the necklace or whatever is controlling these things and we'll figure a way out. And then we'll go from there. And it's kind of eyes, eyes kind of turn as though seeing something just outside of your vision. And then it looks back and says, I'm, I must go. Eat me, mortal. And it takes like one step and it actually traveled like 40 feet close to you. 
and in touching you, this cold runs up your arm, like a, almost like ice just turning in your veins. Um, and it, it puts this hand gently on your arm and then looks you eye socket to eye and then says, Do not engage my general. That being is beyond. Stay safe until your time. And it gives a nod and disappears like mist. Okay. Cool. Thank you. All right. Now I'm going to take a brief break and we'll be back. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, okay. I like that better, actually. Not all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. It's all right, okay. <clears throat> we're back. Hey, everybody. Sorry to cough in the mic. Um, so, yeah, we're back from break. Everybody, in case you missed the memo, you are now level 12. Mid, can't, like, go ahead and do that. Darcy's been planning up uh, the characters. <laughs> um, so you are now all level 12. Welcome to level 12. I originally, in this campaign... Really wanted you to level fast. Um, and somewhere along the way, we got a little sidetracked with that. So congratulations. You are now level 12. Shoe leveled fast. Shoe leveled really fast. <laughs> he like walked into this, agreed to accompany these nutsos, and just suddenly yeah. saw freaking God. Mm. All right. So um, it is... Just so you know, I made a clear point of clarification because I was wondering, how does it work with these summoned dragons? So, um, do you hmm. want to ask them? I mean, if, if there was a, a moment, then that conversation I think will happen, but um, absolutely I don't think that's now. For a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, they do seem and, to be like living things, right? They're not like magical constructs yeah, summoned yeah, by the, the power. They have of the personalities. Gem, so, yeah. I mean, they're all growly, and yeah. I speak the same voice. But especially in Draconic, you pick up the differences. Little snide looks between them. Like some of them sort of get mm -hmm. along, and some of them don't. The green, the white, and the black actually do seem to be a pretty good. Like their banter is reasonably decent. Yeah. Um, the blue uh you know what um i yeah, let's talk mm, about that blue i'm not sure what to do here and i don't want to have to dig through all kinds of D, &D lore but if you banish something mm -hmm. that has been summoned and you manage to sustain that sustain that banishment for the full time does it not come back or does it come back what do you guys think I believe it stays where it came from. The question is not where, like, where it came from. The question is, where did it go, right? Because the banishment spell, as we discussed on break, is what happened. Um, it either sends it to its home plane or sends it to a constructed pocket dimension to hold it for the time being. So which happened, right? That's the question. Uh, did it I go to a pocket like dimension or did it, it go got, to its home plane? I feel like it got banffed back to the island where it came from and this is you don't okay. know this but basically those dragons 
volunteered to be the mm-hmm. ones to go on this mission at the behest of the dragon uh, king who you met. Um, oh, interesting. They bonded themselves to these crystals, then like lived their best life while they're just chilling on the island until such a time as you guys shatter these and instantly summon them in. So like they were in the middle of like ah. Sunday dinner and then they're in this cavern. Um, so are you saying that the gems are basically like you break it and it teleported them from where they were? Or are you saying that they constructed like a weird pocket dimension inside of these crystals that we battered open? <laughs> And they've no, gone no. back to that like pocket it was dimension. Like, it wasn't a teleport. It's still a conjure spell, and it works just like conjure elemental. It is a temporary sure, thing. Teleporting. Um, but yeah, it teleported from the island where they were like living their life, hunting sheep or whatever they do. You know, writing their yeah. treaties on why dragons are better than people. Um, and then boom, they are now here for a limited amount of time. Cool. It, it's not super limited. You guys have one. I mean, I, I can tell you. You have one hour with these things. When you shatter it. So you guys have basically 45 minutes, 50 minutes left on the hour. More or less on average. So that's how that works. Similar to Contra Elemental. Great. But if you banished an elemental... It would go back to its plane. So I'm going to rule, I think, unless you guys want to argue this, I think that the banishment smell, spell, sent it back to the island. And then because it was sustained, it's over now. So that, I, I don't think blue is coming back. That's what I think. But go ahead, change my mind. No, that works for me, right? Um, I, I do feel like there probably was a moment where, like, like she didn't really properly react to this dragon disappearing because, you know, there was a lot going on. So maybe there is that moment where, like, we, we take a breath and she sort of looks around just like, where did they go anyway? And and maybe the the dragon explains, like, that in, in, in a few shorter words. You know, it, uh, one of my favorite fantasy jokes of, uh, oh, Draconic is a very dense language. <laughs> they say all that very quickly. <laughs> It's sort of like Thieves' Gant, but for dragons. Yeah. Well, Thieves' Gant is the opposite. It takes extra time to say stuff in Thieves' yeah. Gant. All right. So you guys um, have a few moments yeah. as you all suddenly course with energy. Just uh, housekeeping. If you, well, you all leveled up to level 12. Any bonus hit point? Any bonus words? Um. Any bonus hit points that you gain as part of your level, you gain now on your existing hit point total. Even if you're wounded, if you were at 39 and you gained 8, you're now at, you know, 47. Um, Whatever that is. But you don't immediately heal to full. If that makes sense. Great. That makes sense. Alright. You are in the cavern. The waters are now still. The dragon's busy splashing around and uh what do you want to do i imagine I look- we, like actually stop and take a breath and relax like i think we pick up like immediately right like sure how many of us just bolt after this guy but so i, I cut you off uh i would look over at isold and be like i think we give the necklace to talithar 
Okay. Are you sure? I'm not a wizard. It feels like as long as you attune to it, you'll be able to control them. And I mean, who better to control them than the paladin? Hmm. So it sounds like we're not going after this um, wizard guy. Well, if we control the necklace, then we can just tell him to come to us. Now that is a high intelligence character. <laughs> I will a... go ahead and hand the bead necklace to Talithar. Okay. Talithar will accept it and, and he'll say look, it looks like it's not completely over. We should find a spot and maybe take a short rest to just recover mm. and attune and figure this out. Do you want do you want to stay in this chamber? Do you want to go into the next chamber over? Do you want to go south? Kind of the way the wizard went, or go north, where Shu is. I'm kind of inclined to go south just to check it out to see if the wizard's still lurking, and if not, if there's a if there's a good enough spot to for us to kind of just catch our breaths, and then for Talithar to kind of attune. Sure. Um, you're gonna have to go for a swim to get over there, but the roper is now gone. Eli's going to help people across with his staff. Nice. Now, just a little side note about levitation. You can't go side to side with those boots, but you can go up. So you have to, like, kick off the wall and and then, like, hopefully drift. Oh. I thought it said uh, 20 feet in any direction. I think you're probably right. Like, the Lation spell is how you're describing it, Todd, but I think the boots are different. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Never mind. All right, so you got a basic fly spell. That's cool, cool. And, uh, and I'm sure, like... Dragons. Yeah, the dragons, like... Um, and also Isold, who can, like, not be restricted from terrain, I guess, can, like... I think people can ferry across and tie a rope or... Absolutely. All right. Um, yeah, and I I didn't mention check. it. I didn't mention it earlier um, because I didn't take any damage, so I didn't think it was worth, you know, mentioning at that moment. But um, my armor, my leather is cold resistant. Oh, nice, nice. Um, so mm -hmm. I'm just gonna take a quick picture of the the roll that I just did on Graham's behalf. And I was like, fine, nice. you can have advantage. I'm just, I don't know if this will show on the camera. 20. 20 20. <laughs> wow. Very good. Both of nice. them. So, Timely, I know you couldn't be here today, but your NPC just saw through time. Actually, it was the Icker. And Graham's like, yeah, we can go that way. We can also go this way and points at the brick wall, the stone wall next to the beholder corpse. And it's like, look, and you see the, the blood and ichor kind of seeping away through this little tiny crack in the floor. There is a secret door there. If anybody wants to go 
due east as well. So your options are north, southwest, or east. You may vote as a party. Uh, I vote east. I vote for secret door every yeah. time. Yeah, you have to check out secret doors. <laughs> yeah, there you uh, go. Speaking of rolls, uh, I decided to make a willpower roll when everyone was being sort of ferried across on the back of dragons to see whether or not I say to the dragons, I suppose this makes you a fairy dragon. <laughs> and they throw me in the water. <laughs> um, that's canon, except they were, they were busy being kind and ferrying you. The black dragon was yeah, um, yeah. across because they didn't actually get to the south. Um, so in doing so, it then moves its head and you have to swim the rest of the way. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> I like it. Can I uh, check out that secret door, like investigate or something, to see if there's any sure. traps or yeah, yeah. You're going. Roll for investigation as Balin kind of steps up and over. Eleven. Although looks, it's stonework related, so I think it is a stone, bonus. so you would have advantage. Yeah, okay. And Graham saw yes, it so well, he knows coming. exactly how to open this thing. I got a 20 with advantage. Nice. It is trapped. Um, it looks like there's some kind of uh, there's some kind of trap there where if you pull if you pull it open without pressing. Like, there's the stone to open it, which Graham points out. But if you don't press another stone at the exact same time, it'll trigger some kind of trap. You can easily bypass that now. As the door... And I'm going to figure out how to frickin' do this. Uh, as the door disappears. And you can now see a chamber. The dragon is, is just above you there. Um, kind of looking down, dangling into the chamber. Um, so, who wants to go into room number 12? Just gotta get food out of the oven real quick. Absolutely. So, you've done your part, you looked at the door, and you motioned to someone else to take the lead. Who wants to go in first? Why the hell not? Eastfold yeah. <laughs> is totally down for it. And you know what? Whoever's because closer. Graham... Graham was the one who found it, so Izzled and Graham are going in. So you are going to be helming this. I'm going to ask you, um, because you know there were traps, you know enough to keep your eyes open as you enter into this sure. chamber. Uh, I'm going to get you to do a perception or investigation check or some other check. How do you want to actually let me take let me let me Here. ask you, how do you want to approach this dangerous looking room that opens? 10 feet wide it opens into a wider chamber inside about 15 by 20 and then there's another yeah. kind of tunnel continuing although it becomes less uh, it becomes more rough hewn as it goes further I along Veal is a blood hunter she's very honed in on like landscape and survival Okay. So I feel like there's a case here for a survival. Absolutely. So you can go ahead and roll she'd like survival. To, she'd like to survive. <laughs> yeah. You're looking for tracks of anyone who's been here before, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, safer passages and so on. 
Uh, go ahead and roll your check, no. and now somebody else is going to have to roll on Graham's behalf. Would I? Okay, I was going to say, would I get advantage? Sure. Yeah, you know what? Let's keep it simple yeah. and say Graham is helping you. Okay. You have advantage. While they're um, doing that, I think I want to speak with Eli. I think Eli showed well, an like, well, understanding. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just filling space. Sorry. Actually, hmm. before we say I'm doing it I'm, as a result of him, with my Hunter's Bane, I get advantage automatically to track Fey Fiends Undead. Nice. Would that this qualify here? Unfortunately... No. Okay. Unless the trap is in, or traps, or whatever's in this room okay. is related to undead, but you kind of right. sniff the air, and you're just like, you, you do get a strong sense of undeath in the vicinity, but that could mm -hmm. be anywhere within like a thousand feet. Right. But it does <laughs> yeah. feel, as you move, as you step carefully into this room, you feel like you are approaching. A sense of undeath, which is much stronger in this direction, but it doesn't seem to affect this exact room that you're about to go into. You don't get a hint here. Okay. So you Sounds just have good. regular. I advantage. got a 16. 16. All right. That is going to be enough as you point out the handful of tiny glyphs you, you were looking for footprints and then you're like wait a minute you get down and you take a closer look and in the dust you can see the layer of dust is kind of hiding these tiny little glyphs in the floor and there's like a there's a handful of them there's like one here there's another one here another one here another one here and you can kind of now that you know what to look for they kind of stand out to you in this rough pattern moving forward across the room all the way across you can now easily avoid those spots well done I will point them out to everybody else like step sure so you kind of hop okay. back and forth and Graham helps point stuff out and everybody who wants to enter room number 12 uh, that's what I'm going to call it for the listeners at home this is room 12 um, so as you enter, it is a 15 by 20 foot room, mostly rectangular, but there's a large 10 foot hallway kind of crossing the bottom like a T. And so it does continue and then immediately turn north, uh, after <coughs> about 30 feet. And the, t it is a totally rough hewn tunnel that looks like it's been rubbed. It's been passed through so many times. It's, it's like rubbed smooth in places. Uh, in a circular pattern going north immediately in this rectangle of the room though there is also a small passage do going due north and you can see it is collapsed you can see about eight feet in and then the rocks and so on are, there's a tiny little gap on the right um, to go due north from this room but Everything else uh, seems to be blocked off northwise. So you can keep going past this room and then turn north along the circular tunnel, which has been rubbed smooth by passage, or you can go and investigate the cave-in or go back the way you came. 
I'm assuming most people are probably going to follow. The dragons are going to stay behind for now. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think like Rook will go ahead a little bit ahead of Talithar and just is also using perception to kind of check out traps and to see um, what's what's going on. Absolutely. So Isold uh, and Graham are kind of taking point, but everyone else kind of files into the small room avoiding the spots that were pointed out by um, by uh, the various people at the front end. Alright, so the, uh, pretty much everybody files through safely and uh, and I'm just kind of randomly picking based on room position. Um, are you going to try to bring the dragons in here? It's going to be real tight with this many people in here. No, they can yeah. watch it. Right? Yeah, they can, can watch it. If you want a room to rest in, now that you know where those traps are, there's a little bit of space here. It'll still be, like, asses to elbows in here, but you could try to rest in here and the other room. It would be more comfortable. You'd have to post up maybe a guard. I'll leave that up to you. What do you want to do? Short rest? Is there anything? Or press on? Uh... Is there anything in the room? Like, I, I think we'd want to check the room first before we post up. Rook, Talithar, and who else was close with Torig? Was there anybody else? I mean, he's related to me. Oh, right, and Balin. Rook doesn't really know Torig. Yeah, that's fair. So Balin and Talithar. You... Rook, you you feel like you've seen this room before. And it does lead deeper. It is probably most direct path deeper into these subterranean tunnels. Balin and Talithar sort of recognize the archway here in the tunnel that leads north. It's like an artist's rendition of the picture that Torig drew. As if through this tunnel you will go and you will see that strange kind of half-excavated section with the crystals. Okay. Well, I would say, like, Alther will tell the others that this is similar to what Torig drew in his research, in his book, and this is probably the most direct way down to the site. Now seeing it in person, is there maybe anything else I could learn by making a history check? <coughs> Go ahead, and I want you to do it with advantage. Um, do they get their expertise? Yeah, it's related dwarf, to I some think. of the carvings, the more obscure runes, yeah. and the carved into these so, ancient walls. Also, and, with, well, yeah. let's see what you dwarf get. ability. It's actually not advantage that I get; it's just double my proficiency. Oh, sorry, that's yeah, what, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you're doing. I thought you were saying both. <laughs> that's why I asked about expertise. Yeah. So it's yeah, if it's, if it's just with the the double the bonus, it would be a a for. I think 14 all right and can frizzle please roll for me as well just a d20 perception 
Interesting. Is Bella there? Oh, I am. I'm yep. just rolling. Nice. I have to plug in a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. We got a 11. Now, right. did they... Did our B team level up? I'm supposing not. Yeah, everybody leveled up. Oh, sure, okay. why not? Go ahead and increase that. Yeah. Here's some extra homework. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's okay. Yeah. So Balin with a she'll, 14. She'll go with that. You can see there's been they've been obliterated in parts of the walls uh that have caved in. There were runes in this on the cave that kind of lead a path. Um, and m they're very interrupted. It's like the beginning of a story. It's just like a long preamble that gets interrupted by these cave-ins. So this room was purpose-built. And with a 14, and you're trained in Arcana, so you understand that this room was purpose-built. And these runes were carved to funnel a kind of energy in a direction. And that's about all you get uh, from these interrupted runes. And it specifically starts in this room and then gets obscured by the um, the cave-ins. Okay. Does it, It's heavily obscured by the cave-in due north of you. Uh... Okay, well, I can probably use my cantrip to try to excavate that a little bit. Um, what kind of cantrip? Move Earth or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd allow that. All right, so you spend some time to just start shoving some of those rocks. And if anyone else, if anybody else tried this, I would be making them roll to see if they cause a cave in and, like, kill you all. But here's the thing. Cool. This is Balin we're talking about here. This is this is your goddamn wheelhouse. You are in your element with stone and rock and fabricating and moving materials. So uh, I will give you advantage and I want you to roll Arcana to see how well you can excavate this cave in. The DC would nor this would uh, normally be almost impossible, but I will allow you to roll. So the DC is still high, but you have advantage oh, for that. I got a 24. If a you 20. let me add my rocks bonus, it would be a 28. Of course, I'm letting you add your rocks bonus. Like, where else do you get to roll for rock? So 28, awesome. the DC was 25. The passage north of you was collapsed a tiny creature could probably squeeze through but those runes there's something about them that's just bizarre and it's supposed to funnel energy so you try to clear a bit away and you can read a bit more and a bit more and after a few seconds you can kind of make it out there is it says the funneling of time and life and knowledge. And you dig a little more. Proceed from hence. 
You dig a little more. You're now at five feet. You're approaching ten feet. You dig a little more. From this willing creature. You dig a little more. To the end of time. You move the final stone out of the way. And there is a small, and I mean small, passage leading through. A small creature can basically walk medium and large creatures. Well, large creatures probably won't get in here. But a medium creature can squeeze through. Do you want to enter this passage? So I would be translating this out loud to everyone as I uncover it. Uh, I'd let them know that it looks like this place is built for a purpose. It's uh, probably got a magical use. Um... Uh, do we squeeze through? I don't know. What do you think, guys? Should we uh, should we squeeze down here? I'm I'm happy to check it out. I'm I'm no stranger to caves. Uh, if I may, I think that probably takes a little bit of time to happen. Yeah. Um, with a cantrip. While that's going on, um, so, so I'm sorry to backtrack a bit, but um, do it. Yeah, I'm curious what the others are doing um, while you're... As we're, like, moving into this chamber, um, it looks like people are like, all right, let's let's hunker down here a bit. Let's, you know, we see, like, um, Talatar trying to, like, figure out how this, like, chain thing works, right? Like, you, I think you said you were going to try to attune. Yeah, he's going to um, try to attune. Um, so, Shu looks... And I think they probably mostly look at Eli, um, saying, if we're going to be staying here for a while... Um, Eli, or I guess anyone, if uh, you know, do we think that that's benign right now, or is the last command still going? Well, I think once Talthar tunes to the crystals, I think the majority of our woes would be fixed, right? Because then you could just command the things to stop attacking the city. I just wonder about how much time we have to do that. It's very possible if we destroy it, then that hold will be gone immediately. Yeah, but if the hold is gone, many of those creatures will still attack anyways. It's part of their nature. They just won't be coordinated and orderly. They'll just still cause damage. Possibly. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I just want Alpha to... Alvar is just going to conti- resume to attuning, resting and attuning. At that point, we can say that the passage has been excavated. Bailey's is like, hey, look at this! <laughs> Look what I found! <laughs> Alright, you have options. Um, the dragons kind of post up at the back to kind of guard. If you want to try to get one through here, it would be real tight. You can maybe try. Not the ho- tiny hole, but like into the room you're in. No. Or even, they yeah. would be able to get in to the tunnel that is to the north that Isold is closest to. The one that's kind of rounded and smooth. Large creatures have pressed through here before, which is why it's smooth. Right. We'll make the way over to like where Balin is, and just be like, no, I'll leave you to it, and and 
go in that direction. Um, I'm kind of curious about the smooth tunnel, but I don't know if I really have a proper line of sight on it. I'm not going to bother. You can we'll absolutely move yourselves around and take a look if you want to. Yeah. And you know to avoid the um, traps. Yeah. Just very quickly, uh, Eli's going to ritual cast the telepathic bond thing so that everybody can like talk to each other without using words. Nice. All right, that gets everybody. Uh, I'll even allow one of the dragons if you want. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Hilda. Uh, actually, is it enough? It's eight people, so uh, it would be everybody, and we'll put so all of all of our main PCs, and then Frizzle, I think. Okay, sure. She'll be the translator for the rest of them. All right. Um, I want everybody to do a perception check for me. Okay. What'd you find over here, Balin? And I roll. I've got a 13. Oh. That's not right. It's not a real roll. Yeah, I just rolled the number one. Yeah. Yeah, well, Pat fingered it. Oh, retroactively, not Although, Frizzle Rook. Well, it's Although, still a 21 because it's it's reliable talent. Yeah. Uh, Rook, Rook rolled the one, but got a 21. Yes. Oh, where did all these ones come from? Isold rolls a one. Actually, that's Frizzle. Oh, sorry. Frizzle, not Isold. You can understand Isold rolled a 15 total. Isold. But it was a 10 Sorry. on the dice. Frizzle. We're going to deal with you first. Crank and Gex. Uh, yeah, you, you do okay with 14s and 12s. Highest is a 15. Gex actually reliable talent, Gex. Oh, right. Reliable talent with a 1, Gex. Still uh, manages to... You minimum 10. <laughs> okay. So, Plus. we'll keep that in mind. Isold is the closest to the North Smooth Tunnel and is keeping a very close watch on that corridor, making sure nothing's coming while you guys are resting. Um, so that was pretty good. I'm glad she got a 15. Um, Balin and... Uh, and what did uh, Shu get again? Uh, so she rolled an eight, but we'll have 11 because this is favorite terrain. Right. Um, so that would be a 19. Yeah. 19. Okay. So Balin, Shu do pretty good. Izzled, you know the tunnel is clear. Rook, you notice something which we'll come back to in just a moment. And Frizzle, as soon as Balin excavates this tunnel, Frizzle looks down and it's just like, <gasps> gold, gold, guys, there's, there's there's a gold statue in there. There's treasure. This is a treasure room. Dumb Frizzle's girl. very excited by this. What does Frizzle want to do with that? Um, I feel like she would go probably toward it. The dumbass. She crawls 
hands and knees through this. Hold your area. gold lust. Come now. And she tries to stop, but, uh, but unfortunately, yeah, it's I mean, because I actually know them, right? Like we, we all came from the same yeah. pod of NPCs, so I, I, I've never really acted like these are my friends, but they probably uh, are. <laughs> if you saw something and it's negative, you'd probably say stop. Um, Balin and begins to follow, and then Rook looks in and is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, Hold whoa! Up. It's a trap." As Frizzle gets right in there and. No traps trigger as Frizzle crawls out, stands up, and is... It's one of those things. She crawled right to the entrance and, like, through the entrance right up to the base of this. And it's like, gold. Look at this thing. This thing must be worth a... Looks up and Rook's like, wait. And she's now about four feet away, looking up and this massive lion statue is looking down at her and the head then oh my headphones are all weird right now sorry hold on um the head of the statue shifts and looks down at her and Isolde is just face to face with this massive being it is the a humanoidish head but also sort of the mane of a lion two very human type hands arms and upper body but other sections of the body being very cat like and these massive wings off of the back well my advice would have been to look up is she sorry did she move in the other room and she's she's crawled through to the other room and is just about halfway out of the little tunnel and has come face to face with a massive creature that is statue like and then looks down what do you see for bonded that. Oh, yeah. that is a good question. What, like, I guess he was the one that was included. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You can talk freely in your mind. Well, Frizzle should be talking to us. I ask yeah. what she sees. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll tell them that I see this creature and. I will probably shit my pants at that yeah. moment. Lower jaw trembling. There's a distinct smell of sulfur from your fire genasi friend. Um, <laughs> and Brizzle is face to face with a massive sphinx. Yeah. All right. Don't panic speak calmly they will talk to you mm. and who are you little fire one Um, uh, go ahead. 
I'm I'm uh Frizzle. Hello. And you are? It has been a long, long time. I was called Erethax. Not to ruin the tension of this scene, can we hear this? Like, is it loud? Like, like the way I would imagine a Sphinx? It, it is. It definitely carries. It rumbles through the, the room, yeah. And also, you're getting it yeah. fed to you by Frizzle, whatever their thoughts are. I, mean, I figured yeah. that the, that wouldn't, like, immediately hear everything that she's hearing. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna snap roll a history on that. Um, Absolutely. Sphinxes are monstrosities. I should be able to get the monstrosity bonus for yep, my favorite. You get the bonus. Um, you get all the monster bonuses. Uh, yes. I think that just gives me advantage. I don't think the terrain is relevant to this check no. because I don't associate Sphinxes but with... the advantage uh, would, would work. Yeah, In fact, so, oh, distinctly, well, my most double click for the first roll was an eighteen. So, yeah. first thing you do notice is this is not part of your terrain because Sphinx are not usually part of this terrain. In fact, most noteworthy, right. it is weird that this thing is down here. Right, but um, with an they do 18... count as monstrosities, right? Am I correct yeah. about that? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's eighteen before any bonuses as well. That's okay. on the die, so. Um, I should have a plus seven, seven. Yeah. All right, twenty-five. That's good. That's a that's one of those threshold numbers. Yeah. There was a book on Sphinx and legends and tales about Sphinx, where it named many of them, and they're not that common a creature. So, if mm-hmm. they're named in history, like there's a pretty good there's a pretty good accounting for many of them. Not, maybe not yeah. all, but most. Arathax was right, that's one what I'm of the on. known named Sphinx. This creature was fair at all costs, as all Sphinx are, even to the point of punishment. Mm-hmm. However, it was considered to be a very noble being, and where mm-hmm. its its end or its current whereabouts or its current path are unknown very pointedly it disappeared from the record the only thing is there was a council asking for a volunteer and this was put out to the sphinxes sphinx eye sphincters i don't know what the multiple of sphinges, the plural actually sphinxes? i learned this recently it's sphinges sphinges, sphinges. with a g i don't know sphinges yeah. So the Sphinges were included in the Mage Tower Council. And there was one of them volunteered for a noble sacrifice. Do I know anything about them as a sort of like... like I can't think of a better way of phrasing this, but like personally, like if I, I want to give advice to Frizzle, like honor them be super respectful or would they take offense to being over excessive like flatter that kind of thing like what what sort of advice would i give um frizzle you can just you can tell frizzle that tell myself frizzle <laughs> you will never be able to successfully lie to a sphinx 
Okay. And if you want, the fastest way to offend a Sphinx is to try to lie to it and or trick it or be unlawful in your behavior within their sight. Um, but they are right. noted where the so nothing specific about this thing, just in general. Sorry, yeah. I'm talking over you. Oh, it's okay. It, they're known to be very letter of the law to yeah. an extreme, and that law can be extremely unmerciful. Okay, so I want to say something along the lines of like, be as respectful as you can, but do not, not to the point of lying to them. Do not, do not act overly honored. Act exactly as honored as you feel. <laughs> uh, good thing I haven't lied. Um, Tell me, what brings you to my tomb? We were basically here because we were after a beholder and I this is where it huh what I do not know about a beholder oh he was here but he's not here anymore he was doing bad things and it sniffs. Voice changer stuck on. Um, and it sniffs the air and your clothes, which are covered in the beholder blood and ichor, even though you've been spending time cleaning them a little bit. And it's it kind of. Yes. It was here. It's dead still lingers. Stench still lingers in any chambers. Oh. Sorry. Um. We, 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 we weren't bothering anybody. We just wanted to, because it was destroying above. So... You know, right? Tell me. You know. I do not get news of the world in this chamber. Does the world still stand? Are there still the arcane ones? Do they keep to their promises? Oh, that's a lot of questions. Um, let me do my best here. Um, last time I looked, it was sort of still standing. I can't be sure right now. Um, and I, I, I guess the arcane people I know do. I mean, Elias does. And, and, and I think who does and they keep their word I think I, I can't speak for all though the big creature like takes half a step forward on limbs that probably haven't moved in 
over a century. There's this almost palpable like creak and then the dust that falls off of the forepaws and it just takes a half a small step forward and kind of extends its neck to kind of look in the hole that has been collapsed. Um, you take a moment and frizzle in a second you look around and you see almost gleaming silver uh, not touched by the ravages of time in the slightest bars across both sides there's there once were three entrances to this chamber the one through which you just came and then iron bars blocking the left iron or sorry silver bars blocking the left silver bars blocking the right and um the creature kind of looks down the tunnel but is even the, like its head practically next to your shoulder looking past you and you also notice a large it's like a strange coloration almost like a rainbow tinged silver collar at first it looks like a collar because it's it's almost like a chain a series of silver serpentine cords extending out from the neck of the beast right into the jugular embedded extending out and back along the floor and running up the wall, the rear wall. The tether is tight enough that even if there weren't bars or a collapsed chamber behind you, this creature could probably only barely get to the limits of this room. It could probably turn around and that is about it. Um, and the chain runs up and connects to the wall in this series of dusty kind of shimmering silver and rainbow hued runes which embed into the wall and it surround in this moment you notice this whole room is just covered in glyphs and runes and hieroglyphs all the way around and this slight shimmer tone to it lets you know that they are still active Okay. Um, what do I do with this? Um, uh, can, can you help us? Like, where, what, um, how exactly did you get here? I chose to come here. Instead. I stay for I the better both did. of all. Hmm. Um, and in my mind, I'm gonna tell everybody like what I'm seeing and everything. I I don't know if that happens simultaneously as I'm seeing it. And yeah, sure. Balin can just kind of barely make out the. The um, the look like you, I'm assuming Balin's kind of peeking in and kind of see some of these runes through the little tunnel and so on. Does anybody yeah. else want to do anything? Or I mean, I'll roll a history check to see it, or Arcan or whatever is most relevant to uh, try to glean more info. Yeah, I think same thing with Rook. Like he's going to leverage Cat and try to understand. 
the runes. Yeah, absolutely. Make your arcana checks. Or history. Uh, 15. 15? You can get the literal meaning of several of the runes that you can see. Um, but it's like reading single words in a novel. It's not going to carry all that much meaning unless you can put the pieces together. And Rook? Uh, one second. I am going to take the 10 mm -hmm. and Arcana and I'm going to do Knowledge of Past Life. 21. 21. Okay. That gives you a little piece. Cat is almost excitedly like you look past all these people and the it's almost like the volume gets turned down and you can hear her excited voice as she walks along the wall in the room you're in but then kind of quickly flits over to the entrance and sees some of the exposed runes and then she's just excited being like oh my goodness this is i i read about and this oh and this one oh my goodness i can't believe they combined that i i've never seen magic like this before this is this is some weird stuff. Um, okay, sorry. Uh, okay, this one is a protection rune. This one is a, I would say is the rune for cage? Okay, that one is a life transference. That one is a sustainment. This one, this one is a weird one. This is a druidic rune for growth. Like, Specifically with rock. Oh, uh, this I'm gonna is relay so... that to everyone else. I'm gonna re this whatever she's so saying and relaying weird. it mentally. Yeah, all right, mentally. Actually, yeah. in this moment, you're all like, "What?" Because your minds are linked. And in that moment, oh. as Cat becomes so vocal and real, Ooh. anyone left in that room can now see the ghostly appearance as. As Rook begins to share, and it becomes not just sharing what she says, but the whole experience of seeing this ethereal wizard of a ghost that haunts Rook as she is excitedly pointing out the runes and and like she's out of the habit of interacting with any anyone except for Rook. So she literally walks through Shu. And it's a weird experience because now ah. she knows that yeah. <laughs> And and then she's surprised when he reacts and it's like, oh, um, sorry. Okay. This one is the rune for blood magic. <clears throat> Action, growth, druidic, life transfer, blood magic. At that. At that, um, Isold would perk up. Yeah. Excellent in blood magic. Good point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That would absolutely catch her attention and be like, hmm, okay. Oh, Balin, since she pointed out, now the cat's there, and she pointed out the specific rune for, um, for the growing rocks. The, with rocks she's like no no that doesn't just say stone like earth that is specifically the rune it's like the the many words for snow 
in certain cultures you know it mm -hmm. that one doesn't just say stone or earth that is crystal that's a word for crystal a very specific okay. kind of crystal can i roll an arcana check there 100 percent. go for it okay 21 with everything else going on, you begin to put the pieces together. Well, why don't do you guys? Although, if I get my rocks bonus, it would be twenty-five. Oh, even better. I, I think this. I think like the theory is, and you can guys can correct me, like with our rules, but I think the theory is that the. This is a way to just cast a spell using. The Sphinx, he's here. To, he he must be part of it. And with growing the crystal, it's it's a means to keep the Dark Oracle in the crystal, I guess. Like to protect, like protect, and probably multiple runes to actually like keep it, but also protect around it. And that the Sphinx has done, sacrificed his life. He's transferring his life in a way, and he's immortal, I guess, to sustain this. Did I get it right? Wrong. <laughs> That's Makes what you sense. said, right? Yeah. Makes sense. I feel like this doesn't concern I us. you have me at a disadvantage. Your friends. Your... companions. What do they see? What... Do they seek incoming to my tomb? I really come here on purpose. Are 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 you asking me that? What is it you seek, Firewall? Um, well, I don't seek much. I just. I only came down here to deal with this creature that is destroying the city. That's all. Be honest with them. I technically and that's why. Oh, no. Am I not? It, Just it... be clear that you did come in there attracted by the riches. You can promise not to take anything, but be clear that that is why you entered that room. Oh, in here? Okay, yeah. No, I, I, I like the shiny. It was pretty. Most of the gold that you saw was actually the gold-colored metallic-style skin of this creature. The walls themselves, with all the runes, have a silverish hue. But otherwise, there is, doesn't appear to be any treasure itself in this room. What Frizzle mistook was treasure was actually the Sphinx's body itself, like a giant yeah. golden statue. Just to clarify with that one, because I got to punish a one. Oh, yeah. Love me the ones. All right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know that Frizzle necessarily came down here just for riches she truly does believe that she came here to deal with this 
creature. Yeah, I'm just re- I'm advocating for the whole truth and not uh, omitting something because you never know how finicky a sphinx is going to be. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> She's just telling the truth as she recalls it or yeah. remembers it. Yeah. So. So your you purpose know. here was to slay this beholder. Well, yes. It it was wreaking havoc on the city, and so we were asked to help, and we did. I mean, we didn't know about this little chamber until we were just kind of looking around, taking a little, you know, little rest. And there you were. I thought you were gold. It's best to keep it down there. Okay, well, I guess we could not tell anybody. I guess. Oh, um, uh, how do I, we won't tell anybody if you'd like to stay anonymous. My name has been stricken from the record. It will not continue. And I knew that to infer that the name of the Dark Oracle is also stricken. The Sphinx is just I will let them all know. Eyes. Oh. Um. I, I, I'm just here as help. You might want to maybe talk to kind of one of the people who's sort of leading this thing. Do you um, smell of truth? I like that. Before you bring in any others, let me ask you a question. Tell me true. Do you seek to wake the Dark of Oracle? The truth? Uh, I don't know. Roll a wisdom saving throw. I actually don't know. (laughs) That's a really good answer. Like, I I don't think Frizzle was part of that conversation at all. I don't think we have any idea what the Dark Oracle is. She heard part of it with with the wizard just in the other room. Yeah. Okay. Did she? I wasn't sure, but... wasn't a quiet conversation per se okay the answer of like i don't know makes so much sense because it's like i'm like like you said you're just hired help like i don't know if that is our goal as a group not i'm just going in the direction that was pointed (laughs) that's pretty much yeah all she's kind of doing she's just like you're kind of 
uncertainty and you, you just, I, I don't know. And a sweat begins to pour down your back as this creature's... There's nothing visibly changed about this per se, but there's a very slight shift in its body. Very subtle. Where it begins to look at Frizzle. And there's this very light vibration in the air as it just stares into Frizzle's soul. Cool. I don't think she would try to stop it or change it. She'd just be like, cool, okay. By the way, I got a 20. Little fireder. Now the are, are we holder is your are you leaving? Le you leaving? Leaving. I don't no. uh I now that you've killed the beholder. Yeah. Um I don't think so because there was this wizard guy with a little thing in his head that the beholder was basically controlling. And he disappeared, and so we're just taking a little rest up here, and then we're going to go look for him. So um, if he's left, then I suppose we'll leave and go after him. But um, I, 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 beyond that, I, I haven't, I don't know. I just do what I'm told to do. The Sphinx gives a long inhale. <sighs> sniffing at the air and it literally like pulls your hair it's such a big creature as it as it inhales and it then lets out this long sigh you seek to kill this beholder oh, then finish it no we already did we did kill it the beholder and the yeah. Sphinx rears up on its hind paws for a second, knocking, then flops forward, knocks Frizzle to the ground, and leans in and, like, licks and sniffs at the clothes covered in the blood and ichor. And then pulls back and then licks its paw, very cat-like all of a sudden. And perches back sitting. If you've come to slay like the beholder, you should finish the job. And then you should leave. And do not interrupt the protections on the Dark Oracle. They hold, although they have been weakened. She's gonna pretty much let everybody in oh, on yeah, all I heard. Of this. <laughs> and she's very confused right now because she thinks the boulder's dead. Not so dead. she's not sure what he means um by do the I job. Mean, she will sprint to like where the corpse was and see if there's anything still there. Yeah. 
yeah, the, it's sitting there on the ground, just totally, just like a overripe yeah. orange that fell from the fourth floor. Just one of the things Rook would have done. I didn't write it out. Is he would have actually reaction tried to get a soul of the departed. Oh yeah, a token. Which, would that have happened with the the holder? Yeah, as a reaction. Like, oh, sorry, I just it, it's something you okay. would have done. Just yeah, you reached out fail. to grab that coin in that moment, and everything else was happening fast. The roper, like, not far behind that moment, and you, you, there was a you haven't had this experience where you grasp the coin. And then it turned to dust in your fingers, and it just, <laughs> as the soul slipped away. Not yours, not free, to harvest. Okay. Um, and then in the community, you probably hid and was like, I'm, I'm confused. So it's yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you you were probably sitting there being like, oh, oh you're weird, that was weird. Um, in this moment... Uh, does anybody else want to go in and t speak to the Sphinx, or are you happy to just let Frizzle have the fun? You you definitely can if you want to. It can see sure. a few. Like, right now it can see Balin. Anybody else who wants to kind of interact with it can kind of poke her head in the hole. And I still think be would. 15 feet away. I think Talonhar would be tempted, but he's still trying to attune. But I think actually Rook, because he's been down here as well, and there's something going on with him... And he doesn't see the the Sphinx as a threat. Sure. He would actually enter. So you begin to crawl in. Um, what would your passive stealth be? If you were to do uh, like a passive perception. I'm just curious. Is it 8 plus or 10 plus? Yeah, it's 10 plus. 23. Okay. Okay, so... It has now reared up, pinned Frizzle, sniffed her, then sat back, licking its paw, and then stretching. And uh, and it kind of smiles down at Frizzle. And uh, it's a very unnerving thing uh, to look at something so timeless. And it looks at her and says, Well, thank you for your visit and the information that the tax still holds. I will keep up my ears to keep the protections for as long and as strong as I can. It would be good if those could stop. It's at that moment that Rook has quietly stepped into the corner of the room and just in, in almost out of habit just sidestepped a little bit to just try to stay out of the immediate line of sight. But the, as soon as the Sphinx catches a glimpse of Rook out of the corner of the eye, the mood entirely shifts as the Rook, as Rook stepped in. And, uh, and yeah, Gex is leaning in. Um, and Frizzle's just picking herself up. And the thing takes one look at Rook and just... No, you, you will not take the protections away. You will I have no intent. I came here seeking 
knowledge. Why does the Beholder and its minions, why does it want me? What does it have to do with this? If you want us to help you, let us know, and then we can help you. The hackles of this thing go up. It is. It appears to be preparing to do battle, but it is just on that bleeding edge before the first swipe as it begins to stalk across the room, still tethered to the one side of the wall. Um, and you're kind of both of you instinctively backing up, and you're you're asking this thing. Um, it pauses and looks at you, and then looks over at Cat, who has also absentmindedly entered the room with you reading the runes on the wall and uh, then its eyes flick to Frizzle and then back to Rook Little Fire One you I have no problem with you may leave this one has taken and broken that which it cannot understand and must pay the price Uh, I will, don't know. Rook will mesh it go. I don't know about that. I mean, go. Go where? Oh, oh go back. Okay, bye. <laughs> She's not going to argue because she is terrified of this thing and she will just uh. leave. Um,. I've broken no vow. What is it that you speak of? I should have smelled you when you came back. But I have been dozing. The scent on you. It lingers. You took a piece. I took a piece. And I've been hurt. Did you... Did you expose it to the sun? So, like, history check with Rook. He took a... Yeah. He took a... He found a piece and brought it up to the to the surface. Is that what, it, what he asked? Yeah. It said, did, it, did you expose it to the sun? I and and knowing what the others said be truthful a long time ago I was a treasure hunter or treasure hunter and I found what looked like an artifact and I did bring it up to the surface and, and, it, so and I've been cursed ever destroyed since it. all it. did you not wonder why you lived I always wonder why I lived when everyone else around me died. Because it sheltered. The tiny shard of it sheltered in you. That which it guards is not a single piece, but a multitude of growing. 
Phylacteries. Scenes of the undead horde that it guards. The shield around it, meant to be walked away forever. And now, it is in you. Just a little. A sliver. You're saying a sliver of this crystal's in me, and that's why I've been reborn. That I'm not really alive. This is why you walk the path between death and life, and will until that shard is removed. Sorry, the voice thing cuts out. I can repeat any of this if you need me to. Okay, so I'm until it's removed. And is this why the Beholder was seeking me for this shard? If the Beholder seeks the secrets of the Dark Oracle, that might explain why it was invested in you. Because you are tied to it like so many others to void. And it pulls slightly Rook. against the chain tether that ties it to the temple. Rook, if the Beholder had one of these shards, could you find it? How would it return? Like, in my mind, like, I don't know. So, okay. <laughs> How do I stop this Beholder? And... Keep this dark oracle asleep. The chain locked away. A question for a question. That is the way. You wish to stop the beholder. You wish to keep the dark oracle locked away. Those are not always the same thing. If you awaken the shadow, if it feeds, and if the protections are cracked, then the Dark Oracle might rise. As to the Beholder, it is a too greater like yourself. Its goals, I do not know. From what we know of how it's acting, and it's attacking Tazfarel above, and now with this wizard Calron, they intend to wake the Dark Oracle. And I'm going to be still talking. 
I may never leave this chamber. But I can offer a boon. To all who would risk it. If you wish, I may send you from here. To the choice. And what is there? Only what you decide. But no. If you go, you must decide. And pay the price. And can you tell us what price this is? That depends on what you choose. Do you wish to go? Or stay and hunt the living beholder? Or possibly... Its smell is funny. It's there. But not. There are magics afoot. Its stench inhabits the lower levels. Profuse and strong. But mostly dormant. More cannot tell from here. Alright, I think like the team's gonna have to confer if we have a choice. What was the two choices? We could continue going south. It's hard to hear with the, the noise. Yeah, the, like the voice the, is a little tricky, sorry. The um, voice, yeah. You can go wherever the hell the Sphinx is offering to send you to what it's called the mm -hmm. choice. Or you can go mm -hmm in that northern other chamber which leads deeper into the into the tunnels presumably down where you originally delved um to that to the crystals did the sphinx say that it was like on the lower levels or the lower like planes i lower i was interpreting that as seeing like place. oh they're like hanging out in hell but like you know they're going to come back no no they're that like around literally it's in okay. the tomb, yeah. which extends to a, at least one level lower. I would love to see a shot of, um, like, the Sphinx is, like, sniffing the air, right? And it cuts to Shu, who's, like, on their knees in the, like, viscera of this uh, beholder, and has, like, is, like, very, like, delicately, like, smelling the blood, and being, like, like even as much as that, that stench is everywhere in the room, trying to, like, actually, like, hone in on, like, minute details of it, so we just, like, see that, like, cross-cut between the two of them, where he's, like, they're, like, actually trying to see if they can pick anything up with their, you know, monster hunter senses. We don't have to resolve that, I just, like, that's Absolutely. an image I want to have. Um, can I also ask, I, I had, like, a mechanical question I wanted to sure. throw to Izzled. Yeah. Castigation. Yeah, the is brand that still of on? Do you feel that in your bones still? That Did is it a go good away? question for the DM. Mm, that's a great question. I should, if it is still. Um, you didn't are a die and come back, right? You are a blood hunter. You track beings yes. by the magic of their blood. Yeah. Yes. 
I need you to do... What kind of check would you do to understand that? It could be... It linked to your spell ability or your magical abilities. Mm -hmm. Would it be intelligence? I would feel it be wisdom? Wisdom, I believe. Okay. I need you to do a wisdom check with proficiency. And any other oh. bonuses that you might get from that um, as your blood hunter rayness. You have all kinds of this blood of it around. So right. It sounds like it like died and it's like souls gone and like found a flacker like it was a lich, which is funny because I remember specifically when we were like first when I first saw it, you were like, it looks super old and it survived for way longer it should. And I'm like, is it a lich? And you're like, no, 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 it's not a lich. <laughs> which is really good. Oddly probably enough, isn't, right? It probably it's not. is now a lich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's well, not, right? See. It's whatever. Let's um, see what. It's in a, this it's case, a, would it be is to do a check is. as well. Yeah. And is will do a check. Oh, cool. Since yeah, you're I, I like bolt into the body. The yeah. 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 Can I. Would it be survival? Like, could uh, I use... It would be a tracking. Because that is... Yeah. yeah, go ahead. It's like tracking. And I would have advantage yep. on that. Oh, I'd have advantage, too. But I'm not going to... Why does my mouse keep clicking twice? Ugh, that's <laughs> kind of crap. 14. I got 29. I get to add my favorite terrain to this. So... It's 25, it... otherwise. You are right you walk back over to Sishu digging through this corpse you really focus on the magic that vibrates the, the life essence held within the blood and you look at all of this blood and this gore that this creature has spilled out on the stones you're standing in a pool of it it is you are steeped in it and like a bloodhound that is following a scent it is overpowering being this close to it. It is, it, it floods your senses and there's very little new information that you can piece together because of the overflow, not because of the lack. Shu, you were rolling a what? Um, I guess it would be survival, right? I'm trying to see if I can find like, Yes, the Sphinx is a supernatural creature that has senses beyond me, but um, I'm trying to do basically what it's doing. Like, can I okay. find, is, is there you... more Beholder that's not just here, right? Is there anything in this blood that is can be found elsewhere? Um, or whatever else, you know, Shu would do as an expert tracker that I am not. I'm going to say <laughs> that you reach over and you kind of make a connection with Izzled for a moment, because you're not a blood hunter, but you are a monster no. hunter. And I know yeah. she's got mechanics for sensing undead and all of that. Does Shu have that ability? Not specifically. Yeah, rangers have a ability that's called um, primeval awareness. Um, right. I have so far not coded she was having any magical potential. Rangers get spells. I, I don't think, use them. But this is something I that I think is different. Is this primeval awareness lets you spend your spell slots to just do this as a feature, not as a spell. So I'm I'm totally okay with channeling primeval awareness. Um okay. I'll have to look it up real quick. That's that's cool. Go ahead. But in this moment, with Izzold's help, you attune to that and you extend your senses beyond just what's in this room. 
and you're specifically like yeah is there you sense whether the following types of creatures are present within a mile of you or six miles if you're in your favored terrain which i am and i can sense aberrations celestials dragons elementals fey fiends or undead it doesn't reveal the location or the number it just detects if they're there with a 20 what was it 29 29 if I get to use my favorite terrain, which it sounds like I should, especially with primeval awareness, specifically keying off of it, yeah. So, in this moment, it's like you can picture, you can't say why you can do it, but you can almost picture yourself going through the tunnels quickly. And, like, not... This is the, like... Getting a map. Super like, supernatural ranger sense. This is not, like, magical, right? Right. This is, like... Yeah. There's it's something like about echolocation this, this level of track doesn't quite yeah. make any sense. And you track. You see like predator vision going see, through the entire tunnel. Yeah. yeah. And you see <laughs> in that tunnel north, it goes for a while and winds down and then out into a wider space and left and then right. And like it's hard to, you lose track of the twists and turns and you're seeking mm-hmm. aberrations. You're looking for the beholder and deep beneath in a long, fairly narrow, probably only about 15, 20 feet wide, long tunnel, almost like a small warehouse sort of tunnel extending along. You sense the presence of a beholder's eye opening around it, the viscera of almost like cracked see-through shell clatters to the floor as this creature kind of rises from this clay and crystal and egg-like structure and breathes its aberrant breath again. It is alive. and It is reborn. Next to it another clay egg in which sleeps a beholder awaiting and next to that another and a little further down another and another and another and another and all the way down this chamber this dark chamber extending 50 feet and your vision returns to you there's no end to them And then Izzled, you see it too. Well, crap. I'm gonna tell everybody in my mind. Mm-hmm. I, as a player, have forgotten the name of the Sphinx, but I say, I call it by name, and I say... Can you take the, us to them? I I don't know what we'll do when we get there, but can you take us there? 
I can take you to the choice. Or you can take yourselves to the chambers below. The choice is yours. And I think that. And I think I need a scratch. Can you scratch my back? Like, this is the spot I can't get. Um, no, I think that might be a good spot for us to stop for the night. Yeah, I think Great we should. Spot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, damn. All right. That that was more of a, a lore dump than I expected, but you guys found a sphinx and <laughs> didn't piss it off immediately. So hey. Yeah. You get free lore. All right. Um, and you are now level 12. Um, you can choose a boon from this Sphinx, if you wish. It can grant those. If, if you are willing to swear to it that you will not bring further... Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out next time. Exactly. Figure it out. Yeah. I mean, Rook, you kind of did piss it off. So, I don't know. That, that might not be on the table. You didn't know, but yeah. Um, it's not killing you. So, not killing you're you. welcome. Mm -hmm. Although it might. We'll see. We'll find out next week. Uh, we do need an episode for tonight. Uh, uh, episode name for tonight. Anybody got a suggestion or viewers? I apologize, viewers, if you've been watching and I haven't been replying uh, or not. I don't know. <laughs> also, Catch us after the fact if you want to, um, on the on the putty guests. So, any name suggestions? Do we have any products? Mm -hmm. Yep. Awesome. But for for titles, something to do with a you know terrible pool party, something something not good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who crapped in the pool? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For the title, I was thinking the sphincter. Yeah, yeah. I think they could easily go with some kind of sphincter joke. Yeah, the sphincter and the pool party. Mm -hmm. Something maybe alluding to the beholder dying. That's sort of where we left off last time, and that sort of satisfaction would be maybe maybe reasonable. Not necessarily that it dies, but like that we you know go about finishing that plot thread. The dragon bead. And the Sphinxster. No? I don't know. Don't Google that. <laughs> we'll just tell chat CGP to tell us what the title is. All right. AI, name our thing. Uh, Steve, you've got an ad for us. Everybody else, we do always mm -hmm. credit the um, the music as well. So don't don't forget about that uh, for those who, uh, who want to give me copyright strikes. I tell you, go yep. eat a, eat a dragon bead. Um, so yeah, uh, so we always have that scroll, and we have that on the credits as well. Steve, you want to take us away on this, and then we'll uh, do the the splash out at the end. Any any Dang. refinements of the title? But well, you can also suggest because I'm yeah. not sure if we, we yeah we can think about that. Yeah, we'll <laughs> workshop. All right, well, let me let me yeah. So uh, this week's sponsor is uh, Savage Bath Toys for Adults from Uncle Squirrely. So you remember bath time as a child? Remember the joys of playing in the bath? You had boats, submarines, rubber duckies, bubbles, and so much more. 
Well now, from the makers of Groems, expanding dinosaur bath toys, comes Uncle Squirrely's Savage Expanding Bath Toys for Grown-Ups. You need a dragon to ride, a unicorn to grant you a wish, or a faithful dog to just fetch your slippers. We have all sorts of models available. Um, just enact a small reversal of gravity, throw yourself into a swimming pool, holding, uh, uh, ideally, the um, Savage Bath Toy for adults, and watch the magic happen. Command your new playmates in any way you see fit. For those with more intimate needs, they're also available in male, female, and other. Oh, do not swallow or insert into one's person. Uncle Squirrely's Savage Bath Toys. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, last swing at uh, a nomenclature for the episode, and then we're going to cut to credits. Do not insert. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. I like that. Oh, if you could have seen my face on that one. Wow. <laughs> All right. That um that that concludes our epic tale for the evening. And uh we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> All right. I gotta be honest, I was trying to find a bad dragon joke, but they actually were they were great. No complaints. <laughs> Please note banishment may be a side effect. Alright. Well, we'll see everybody next week. Cheers. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>